Welcome to Conversations With. I am your host, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening today. Wherever you're listening, make sure to press that follow button so you never miss a future episode. Make sure to subscribe to watch all episodes of Conversations With. You can always follow the podcast on Instagram at conversationswith.jamie for updates, behind-the-scenes pictures and exclusive clips. And welcome to The Greatest Movie Ever. I am joined today with Aaron, Jared, Kieran and Niall. And we'll be discussing our top 10 movies of the decade between 2000 and 2009. How it works, we'll each display our top 10 lists. Depending on where a film ranks on that list, it will get a point. First place gets 10 points. Second place gets 9 points. And so on. The highest scoring 5 movies will move on to the playoffs. Where we'll decide which movie is the film of the decade. The winning movie will then move on to the grand final. And they'll fight for the right to be named the greatest movie ever. So let's get into it and let's find out which movie is the greatest movie of the decade between 2000 and 2009. Are you ready for this? Rotten Tomato has put at number 85 the best films of the decade. Bend it like Beckham. Wow. <laughs> Aaron, what did you say? Chicken Run is essentially like Schindler's List with colour. That's fine, it's just what I just get. Please have that as the intro. Yeah, I've got it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna have that as a clip on Facebook before Friday yeah. <laughs> have it as a teaser no because yeah. I literally hate chicken I'm run. gonna put it People on just to spite this guy you. loves chicken run like... everyone's just gonna get you like a little chicken run for your birthday oh <laughs> yeah Jamie Jamie so look at this bit is this the Rotten Tomatoes 250 no she's getting chicken run actually lived up to the hype is this Rotten Tomatoes 2? Transformers is actually not that bad in retrospect. It lived up to Just the hype. Charlotte so LaBeouf. I was going to whack like Fast and Furious on this list. Like, Which no, one? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Don't do it to yourself. The OG. That's like, the only bad thing about Fast and Furious is sick. Mm. Tokyo Drift as well. Like, just whack The best one. That and Fast Five and the original are the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's forget this list. Let's do top ten Fast and Top ten Fast and Furious. We've got ten films now. It's sad Probably. that you could nearly do the top ten. Furious moments. <laughs> Fast and Furious has got to a point now. There's like they've done everything they possibly can with it. They're like Hobbs and Shaw is literally like adding superheroes to oh, it. Yeah, God. I love it that, that like so I've actually bloody. seen a bit of Hobbs and Shaw and that was enough. I love yeah. it that they're doing the thing now with like once they've run out of ideas they just make a villain like someone's family member. Yeah, <laughs> I actually yeah, saw yeah. a like, bit like the brother. It's always like the brother or the brother of the yeah. brother. Like, it's, it's, it's a bit where like he's driving and then he fires like a catapult and then he like swings across the canyon. Yeah. Oh <gasps> yeah, yeah. I want real like fast a... and real furious crashes. Oh, what if Avatar's on someone's list? It needs a special mention, obviously, because it was the highest school to move of all time until end game. Alright, well let's let's get on with it. But, okay. Are we gonna, gonna do the wheel thing again? Can no, someone else start because I'm gonna go for something like just too out just too stupid and like if people see that this is like in the top ten films of the decade. I'll turn the video off. Do you want to do alphabet? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, do you want to carry on so it'll be me? Yeah. So it'll be me, then the next Alpha, video will be Alphabetized. Jared. Then the next video will be Kieran, the next video will be Niall. Do I do it that way? So it's still Either alphabetized, off. but I'll start first, so I'm in last this time. Okay. Mm. So it'll go yeah. me, 
Jared, Kieran, Niall, Aaron. So I know we just rotate. So so the nineties will start with Jared and then so on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get the first eight. Uh, okay. Yes. So this time we are talking about the top ten movies of the two thousands. I don't know if I want to spoil what won two thousand ten. Maybe you should go listen to it and find out what won. Moonlight did not make the top five. But I'll start Get off. on with it. I want to know. I want to I'll know. start first. <laughs> so we were all talking before about favourite films and you wanted to put your favourite films in the top ten. I don't think this is one of the greatest movies of all time, but this is one of my favourite films of all time. I watch it all the time. It's a musical. Fucking love this musical. I've seen, oh. the, seen it on stage. Oh. seen it in the films. <laughs> I know what it's going to be. Yes, it's Mamma Mia. Like, Mamma Mia. I did oh, think I this was going to be Chicago. on your list. No, it's not Chicago. No, it's no, Mama I Mia. thought Mamma Mia was going to be on your list. Mamma Mia is one of my favourite films of all time. It's, it's Abba. Amanda Seyfried's one of my favourite actresses. I love her. It and, is a good film. It's just and for so long, it was, the, it was like the highest grossing film in the UK for ages. So people just love Abba. I mean, Here We Go Again was all right. I think that grows on you the more you watch it. But I hate Cher, so. But Mamma Mia... I could just watch it all day, every day. I, I just love it. I think the problem with Here We Go Again is like they ran out of songs. Well, yeah, they was literally uh, just going yeah. on more Abba Gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they didn't well, do anything new with it. Nah. The first one, the casting of the dads is really good. I like that. I think it's a great cast. That's why it's probably stand holds up because it's a great cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I but, just couldn't get into it, like, right. at all, Mamma Mia. I love Mamma Mia. So... We started off with Mamma Mia. The list goes up for me, right? Here we go. <laughs> it's Javits it number 10. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say my wild cards, but I want to say my, my honourable, honourable mentions. Uh, Born. What a film. City Which of one? God. Hmm? Which Born? Which Born? Oh, Identity. Oh, actually. Yeah. I thought yeah, you meant like the film shout, Born. I'm pretty sure there was a film called oh. Born as in... <laughs> B-O-R-N. <laughs> uh, City of God, one probably the, one of the best, like, non-Asian. Oh, yeah. That, that really is a good film. Um, yeah. I think Lost in Translation probably might not be on lists, but that is a great film. Uh, and, yeah, I'm not going to say that one because I feel like that's on someone's list. Uh, but my number 10 is The Zodiac. Just to say Ooh. that, Zodiac. That's one of my honourable mentions that just missed out. <laughs> yeah. It was on my five that missed Really out. good. Like, if, like, I think the film might not be the best film of Finch's, all his films, but if you look at the behind the scenes, how they actually made some of the shots, like, because they had to make it um, California in, like, the 70s or the 60s, was it? Something like that. But uh, the way they did it is just incredible. And it's just such a, like, the thing is, I think it helps that I'm massively interested in the Zodiac and like, I, I like, mm. who is he? Who is he? And then he like, in the film, you do find out who the Zodiac is, but after. So it's like... Who it is, what, who they think it is. It's anyway. really smart. Who they think it is. It's a really is. smart film. Is it? Yeah, well... Yeah. That's the best part about it. Was this like the first comeback film for Robert Downey Jr.? I think um, it's like, because like, I know he like went dark for like... Uh, it was 2007, wasn't it? Yeah. 2007 and Iron Man was 08. So yeah. that was probably his first big hit. 
Mm. So without Zodiac, there's no I am I am man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it created the universe. It created Marvel. Zodiac gets a point. Um, I mean, I'm sure they were a cardinal, but never mind. Um, am I next or is it Aaron? It's you, Karen. So my honourable mentions are Casino Royale. It has to be Ooh. best Bond film. Uh, no Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon last time. That's yeah, that's weird. Time, yeah. I thought that. Yeah. Uh, Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Um, beautiful film. And In the Mood for Love. Um, those three just missed out. I was going to put Casino Royale on here, but have to put the number 10 here it's probably going to be really controversial that it's at number 10 and keep in mind it was going to be number nine but i swapped nine and ten around last minute thinking mm. about it but number 10 is the dark knight Ooh. Ooh. oh that's ten. <laughs> wow ten. okay Someone's okay here's up. what i'm saying okay oh. somebody's like this, like, like, this is a winning i'm putting it at number 10 so it only gets a point <laughs> no <laughs> No, but it's it's not just because of that. I it was gonna be number nine, but it's just because the Dark Knight. I feel like it one of the best performances ever by a, a t- antagonistic character. Um, yeah, you know, he Heath Ledger is a Joker, timeless, iconic. You know, one of the best. But I feel like the reason it didn't end up higher, and one of the reasons why I don't feel like people should put it a higher ranking as they should. It's a pretty. I don't like the way they portray Batman and like you know Chris ends with Chris Bruce Wayne. I do, <laughs> I do think as when I was younger, when I initially watched it, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" It was like it's sick. But over the years, it's really gone downhill on my list. I don't know what it is about it. It's just it's an amazing film. Don't get me wrong, like nine out of ten. But I feel like the one thing that was missing, if they like focused more on Batman as an individual and a and it, like you know on his like mental health or anything like that or his breakdown or like and they do kind of a little bit but i feel like i watch dark knight for all the other characters i don't watch it for batman i just watch it for like the joker or like even Al- alfred or something like that or um the alfred movie please man, <laughs> <laughs> but like like that's the only reason why i feel like the dark knight shouldn't be as praised as it is as a whole film it should be praised for like some aspects but as a whole film yeah, just like I think, I feel like it was on my number ten. It was going to be number nine, but I'm sure we've got I feel more to like say number nine is a film. Well. I'm sure we've got more to say about Dark Knight. But I'm pretty sure we're yeah. going to be talking about it quite a lot during this video. So yeah, we'll... <laughs> yeah, and Aaron's already like getting <laughs> <laughs> it. It's already in his top three, I bet. But that's like that's like my opinion. But yeah, an amazing film, amazing set piece revolutionize the superhero genre um best villain probably like without a doubt probably one of the best antagonists of the 21st century so far or the best portrayal of an antagonist and yeah it's an amazing film number 10 okay so niles changed number 10 at the last minute as well he gave me his list and it was like he put mezrine in there then changed it so he had mezrine don't know what that is so okay mezrine mezrine yeah, Mezran. That drink before. And he changed it for Training Day. So Training Day is on oh, there. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, that is a good film. Train Day, amazing film. He also wanted to give a special mention, and please stress, The Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah! I'm so excited! You okay, that kid? I knew it all. This is the problem with this decade. There's so many meme films that you like. That's a spot. Oh, we need to shout out The Room as well. I'm shouting out The Room. Oh, yeah. what a I don't know if it's on the list for Australia. We don't know. Could be. The Room. It could be on somebody's list. It could be. It could be. If two people have it as number 10, it would outscore Wolf of Wall Street. Just saying. <laughs> 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 okay, Aaron. Yeah. Right. So, my honourable mentions. Um, Casino Royale was the one that probably knit, like, a lot of hype for that film on mm. the list. Mm, I love it. It's amazing. Um, but I feel like it should, probably should have. Uh, Training Day as well. Uh, Kill Bill, uh, either one or two. Um, Last Samurai should have got on the list. And uh, 500 Days of Summer. Good that one. was a good shout, that one. You got, you, you got rid of it off your list. You've been there for so long. Like, 500 Days of Summer is going to be in the top 10. <laughs> I, I know. Like It's just like... Five years ago, I'd have been saying it's the best film of all time. But... <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is like that perfect <laughs> film so when that. you're like depressed about being yeah. like broken up yeah, with, and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, this makes me feel happy." When you're in a happy relationship, <laughs> you don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Her fault, maybe, but she had a reason. Yeah. Maybe we'll go back to it one day, but like, it, it, it is, it's <laughs> that's um, not a very good sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so my number ten, yeah. Like I say, like keep doing these lists. This is going to be like my most uh, controversial pick of any list, uh, and it is Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. Okay, that was I, actually no, around. No, no, yeah, no I, that was actually yeah. around the the list. That was like, nah, it can't be on the list, can it? But See, I probably would have put it. It is in. the best Star Wars film. It is. <laughs> I it's know, got the best scene know. of any Star Wars film. That fight scene on that. Yeah. Whatever it's Bro, called. Oh, what a film. Get it, know, know, Get it up the list. <laughs> I know there's problems with this film. Like, the script is diabolical. I don't think the acting is bad as what people say. Uh, but the script <laughs> is a joke. I just love um, it that in your top ten of the decade, the first thing you say about it, the script is diabolical. <laughs> 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 it, it's it's like two hours shorter than it should be, for sure. Like, yeah, but it uh, hit you at the right time, didn't it? You're, when you were like that age and you watched it, you were like, "Oh my god, this is Star exactly, Wars!" Exactly. Don't like, try a ton of good. There's the thing about George Lucas saying that like it should have been like four hours. So like it was like a four-hour cut that's been lost um, for years. And um, I think what with what they're doing to Justice League now, I mean they're making a diabolical movie just like fixing it with four parts i feel like if they did that with revenge of the sith like it'd probably be like one of the best films. i don't i don't agree with them doing that the film is what it is when it came out yeah yeah I, I, yeah um i think like the the fall of anakin um like it went too fast that part but what I will say is like I saw I saw a tweet not so long ago, and I always think about this uh, since I've seen it. Is uh, when you're a kid, you see like Vader is like this villain, um, but like this just generic villain. But when you're older, you see like just broken Anakin. And yeah, you see white and, and that. like that that film just showed like the 
I just, every time I watch it, I just Do think, it. like, Anakin's not going to make the wrong choice, but he always makes the wrong choice. Do it. I just wish one time I watched it, he made the right choice. Do, do, do I'm it. hoping he does do, he does do it. Do it. <laughs> I actually think on. that the the prequels have got a lot more respect since the like the one like the seven, eight, trilogy. and nine. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's made us think. Well, you know what? Maybe two isn't the worst, <laughs> but it still is. <laughs> it's always the second one, isn't it? Attack of the Clones to Last Jedi. That's that's round one over and done with. Considering everybody did their mentions and I didn't do them, so I'll just do some (laughs) quick mentions now. So I also had Zodak on my mentions, like I said. There are other films on there, but I think somebody is going to say, so I'm not going to say them. But I did. I I very much doubt. No, I very much doubt nobody has Super Bad. So shout out to Super Bad. I actually did think Super Bad was a good shout. And I have two big special mentions. This is going to be controversial. But one's oh, Elf. <laughs> Elf is probably I'm one of the best uh, Christmas. No, El- you watch year, Elf yeah. every year. It's one of the most defining Christmas yeah, movies. For what it's okay. done. Yeah. That's why it needs a special mention. Like it was one of, If you think of the 2000s, you'll think of Elf uh, when it came out in 2003. And you watch that every year. It's probably going to be one of the most <laughs> films ever. Everybody watches really Elf like every year. Score as well. And then I really like the score to it. And then I wanted to give the big shout out, which gave us Blumhouse, so Paranormal Activity. It had a budget of like seventy grand and made ridiculous amounts of money. It spawned five sequels and gave birth to Blumhouse. So Paranormal Activity for the found footage films and just having just it all in one location, yeah, like all in security. Clear, how films. little they spent on that film. Mm. I try to think of like another film that's like I've done it to a similar level. Well, in nineties you had Blair Witch. That's yeah, probably yeah. the only two that I've gone like we're talking like hundreds of millions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like literally, Paranormal gave birth to Blumhouse, so Paranormal deserved a massive shout out for that, and it is a good film. Yeah, I can First one. get along with what it did but on to the top 10 films number nine i had to have a tom cruise film in there and spielberg it's minority report oh Oh my goodness i didn't know minority report is a great film it's a great concept sci-fi films as well so no i really really enjoyed it oblivion's better that's 2013 (laughs) yeah but it's still better tom cruise sci-fi it's just a horrible one it's um who who did the original story for that? Philip K. Dick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one I meant. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, like the Blade Runner dude. I thought yeah. it was the is it that book that's like do Android's dream of electric sheet where it's like it's just so l- many films like are inspired by that, like Total Recall and Blade Runner. Yeah, they yeah. all kinda like just but, take from that book and wasn't there like a sh- like a mini series based off Philip K. Dick story. Yes, yeah. there was. Yeah, yeah was BBC Four. Three. Oh, Channel Four. I watched. No, it. Like, it was like I only got past one episode. But I think I didn't even watch that far. Was like my own support was a great concept, like you say, of pre-cons and See, predicting murders and my, stuff. My reasoning for Looper on concept, great film. It was a well-acted film as well, and directed by Spielberg, Minority Report. Mm. It's one of the films, Minority Reports. I think I like it, but I just 
remember it. I've yeah. It's been so long since I've seen it. Just I would argue. Like, I just completely forgot about it. I think the issue is, like, a lot of films came out in, like, early 2000s where the site, like, the... um special effects aren't perfect so there are bits where you've got to be like well you know i'll let them off i'll probably go through watch that film to be honest like it's definitely worth uh, a watch yeah okay jared number nine number nine i would have said as a kid this was probably Whenever, like, when I was probably about 10 and everyone said, what's your favourite film? You'd say this one. And it's got to be Shaun of the Dead. Ooh, good shout. Just, wow. Like, the way Edgar Wright makes films, like, I'm, I'm kind of sad I didn't really give Baby Driver any respect for what he did because that's such a unique film for sound. But um, Shaun of the Dead, it's just, it's just perfect. The Queen soundtrack, like... I feel like that's that's the song that like probably stapled. It's when Queen you think of like, "Don't Stop Me Now," you're always thinking of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Head. Like obviously, Queen were popular, but I'm telling you, that film brought Queen back up into the uh, zeitgeist of people's minds. I think that my favorite bit in it is like the the record bit. Yeah. Like, yes, it's just so. It's just yeah. like because obviously, like zombie apocalypse, you're like, oh yeah, you've got to shoot them. Like, you, like you think World War Z, where it's just like people just like running out yeah and then this is like he's getting a cornetto like he's just living his life like and nothing nothing's changed in his head like he's just like the zombies and that no but, give... like that's your life isn't it you're just like you're a robot and you don't realize it it's just brilliant just I tell you what, such uh, a I tell on, you what on the like ball film what what made me like this film more is uh that have you seen this Simon Pegg, um, is it GQ video, where like, he just runs through all these films? It was recently, yeah. it was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he that. was just saying the stories about those films, and him and like, Edgar Wright just like, sat in a pub, and like, someone says to him, oh, even if it was a zombie apocalypse, like, you'd just what go, would you to, do? go to the pub. And then like, just write a film about going to the pub when it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Such a smart film. And it's just the way he does it, like the shots as well. Like, I love his, like, you know, it's like a, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is like so iconic. Like just the that angle change, you know, stuff like, like that. The motion. Each director's got his like. I think he's like quite an underrated director in the sense of like, you know, everyone's got their iconic thing. Like his is really, really iconic, but he doesn't get the props. I don't think, like other directors. Mm. I think uh, I think I prefer Hot Fuzz, but I can uh, see why. I, I, I like how like they have like um, all the friends in it and stuff. Like you've got like a really young like Martin Freeman in there, like randomly in both of them as well. And, yeah. And loads of like just random actors that you see in it. Like trying to feel naive. Yeah, oh, it's quality. <laughs> like, anything Bill Nye's in. Number one on this list has got to be Parks of the Caribbean. <laughs> 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 you must start believing in ghost stories, Mister. Oh, hey. When one. was um? When was the? Like, I know this is off topic just because I'm on British films now. Like, when what year did Four Lions come out? Oh, that was my 2008. God. 2008. Oh, shit, that could be on somebody's list. Oh, right, shit. Forget Revenge look at Jared. Look at Jared. He's like, <laughs> I forgot. I, got it. I forgot to put it on my list. <laughs> no, I actually don't have it, but I do think it's such a good film. In fact, yeah, I watched it, and I, 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 it's one of those that you kept saying last week. It gets better. Now you've mentioned it, I'm actually going to go out and buy it. When you watch mm. it, I was just kind of like, 
let down because I had it built up in my head that it was going to be amazing. There were some bits which made me really laugh. But yeah, that, you've got you've got to have watched it when it was the hype was there. Like yeah. I think that my the favorite bit that of of it is when they put it to Titanic music. It's still one of my favorite clips on the internet. It's the bit where he's <laughs> running over Dingy Rapids. Where he's got the bomb and he's running and they start playing the title. Oh, yes. He over the wall and just blows up. And it's like, I... Ahmed's <laughs> quality. Like, honestly, I feel like we don't see enough of Rizamed. Like, he's, yeah. he's so underrated. He's, and he's him from, uh, what's the guy uh, who's in What We Do in the Shadows? Wait, when did that come What We Do in the Shadows? That was, that, that, about that, was, this, that, was sure. that was like 2011. That was, the, I know it was this decade. Oh, it was, was this. It, de- it, was, it yeah, was. Yeah, two thousand ten. Ragnarok was it not? Okay, Kieran. Uh, my number nine is, and I hope I'm hoping to see this film again on this list because it needs the attention. It's Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls is just without doubt it's one of the films where i think of 2000s i think of mean girls just pops into my head it was such a decade definer it was in the same way that like you know the the revenge of the stiff was like one of the best films of 2000 just there's so many iconic moments so many meme moments it's funny it's really good satire it's like and when you watch it like when i watched it now it's not like Oh, I only liked it when I was younger. I watch it now, and I still find it like as relatable, if not more relatable. Because Tina Fey's an incredible writer. Oh fuck yeah! And like probably Rachel McAdams' best. Um, and Amanda Seyfried again. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the original. And fun role. fact: the original oh. voice of Megan Family Guy. Ooh. Really? Um, yeah, the person who plays Gretchen Wiener as Lacey Chabert was Meg in season yeah. one. And then I think season one and two, and then when it got cancelled, she refused to go back, and that's when they got Mila Kunis in. Oh, wow. I think with Mean Girls, it's like there's, there's loads and loads of films like that sort of, in that sort of genre that just don't hold up. Like the she's the man. when you're younger. <laughs> yeah, just like, she's the man. <laughs> it's amazing, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, any amount of those films or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so many of those sort of films um, like back then that just like you, you find them funny when you first watch them when you're younger, but then like you watch them later, where like Mean Girls. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like one that's like still holds the test mm. of time. And oh, it's yeah, got one of these massive pop culture followings as well. It has a day in the year. Mm. It has it yeah. has a Mean Girls Day, October third, yeah. and I watch I'm, it every year on October third. I'm just surprised that you don't like it, Jamie, because I thought it'd be your cup of tea. I don't know. Maybe it'll come later in the list. Who knows? <laughs> if only I went <laughs> to go see the musical in New York as well, <laughs> yeah. and also have the hoodie as well. And yeah. the just a casual downstairs. fan. You're just a casual fan. <laughs> <laughs> just worn the hoodie just to like give it a uh, To be fair, I actually was debating. It's like, do I wear something? I was like, I might wear my Mean nah. Girls hoodie. <laughs> oh, please. No, like, it's underneath. you probably got a Mean Girls vest on. You're just going to Yeah, yeah, like, just pull it off. It's like, I've got, yeah. when I went to go to the musical, I've got the burn book, like the souvenir. I've got the limited edition Blu-ray downstairs as well when they released that last year for the 10th anniversary, not 15th anniversary. Um, 
And it's I'd confirmed. Love this not being your list now. Yeah, I was going to say this is, this is in your list. This is, this is, is all hype for nothing. <laughs> the worst part is the more the more films I list, you're going to get worried of how high it's actually going to be on my list. I can see it too. I could. See I know it. where it's going to be. Okay. Oh. Anyway, what was Niles number nine? Niles number nine was Old Boy. The OG. Oh. Great oh, film. The, one of the worst remade films of all time. I was gonna say oh, the other one's in the 2011, I think, isn't it? The um, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it, like watching Spike Jones talk about Old Boy because you could just tell he do, he did it for the money. He doesn't give a shit about that film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, such a smart idea. Like it's weird, like in concept. Like what he's in a room for like 12 years or whatever it is. Oh, Spike. Or seven, or Spike Jones. seven or something, but uh, just like. What? And then you like mm. watch it and you're just like, yeah. It's great. Yeah. That old boy is amazing. It's like okay. green, but with action. <laughs> 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 okay, Aaron. Um, my number nine. So um, my controversial pick for uh, Revenge of the Sith may have brought Star Wars fans in. But my number nine is JJ's Star Trek. Uh, that, I love it. It's actually it. uh, 2009. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So uh, the first Star Trek film. I mean, like I was saying about Blade Runner 2049 last last week when we did it. Um, it it's so right. hard to do these sequels and like reboots, like in a in a way that pays like homage to the OGs. Uh, where this one is great. Like they've got the. Right. It's, it's, it's like a light reboot and uh, they've got some of the old characters in with like time travel but the opening scene in Star Trek is one of the best opening scenes like in any movie that I've seen or one with like Chris Hemsworth uh, but yeah I think it, I've watched it so many times and it, every time I think it's it's one of them as well sci-fi's as well uh, always have that thing where it's, they don't hold up with how they look where Star Trek still like now like looks like a nuke could come out right now yeah, I was gonna say I thought like like it took me a while to realize that Star Trek actually was this last decade because the special mm. effects hold up so well, mm. like especially in um, Into Darkness, the second one where the massive ship goes into San Francisco. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like like it's unbelievable that that was a film made like ten years ago, and it's mm. same with the first Star Trek. And not gonna lie, I don't understand why it took people away. Because I think it was such a good, like, adaptation. Yeah. I've never watched the original Star Treks, and I watched them once because it's for a newer generation. So it brought new people in, like myself, and I enjoyed them. Like, don't get me wrong, they weren't, like... I struggle with them. I don't... I don't... don't, I'm not interested in the older ones, but the new ones were fun. It's it's just a shame that, like, JJ... I mean, I I do like the uh, Force Awakens and Star Wars films, but it is a shame that, like, he, he just jumped ship. Um, I mean, he went from one sci-fi to a more popular sci-fi. Yeah. I don't, I don't see. I don't think we'll see. Uh, like, no one's going to turn down together. Star Wars, are they? Let's be honest. No, no, no. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think we'll see Star Trek uh, in, in, with that cast again. I just don't. Uh, yeah. No. The last I, film in the trilogy is like by far the worst. I don't think we'll see a Star Trek film like a like a legitimate film for years and years and years. Well, now. it's got yeah. its TV shows now, hasn't it? Though, it's got. Yeah, like. Picard, but even still, right? that's like a cult following. Like, not many people are watching like Pickard and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. God's great. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't least. understand that. Is that is that like from the old series or the new? I don't yeah, I don't Jen. know anything about Star Trek. Yeah, it's it's still Patrick Stewart playing the character he played mm. in like the eighties. It's or in 70s a different like timeline that. to like the movies. It's like way after. Uh, oh, so they wait. So the movies are canon yeah. or what? Yeah, so one to five, like the, one to four. The movies are like the first ones. Um, so imagine like Casino Royale, like that. They're like the ones that set it all off, and then the, all, all the other series like go after that. Oh, so it'd be Star Trek one, two, three. Then it would be Picard carrying it on. Way later on, not in the future, but yeah. This yeah. is what I mean. There's, there's a, like that Netflix <laughs> one. There's, there's too much going on. This is why I don't. That Netflix one. I'm not for, sure about where that's set because they've. This got, is like, why I don't that, care for Star the Trek. Either. There's just too much. Yeah, it is. It is weird because you got like Patrick Stewart in like some of the William Shatner films, so that. Technically, yeah, so he's in different films, but he's a different nah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number eight. We talked about this before the recording, and you had a feeling it was going to be on my list. And you jokingly said it, but like this film kicked off the superhero genre, it's Spider Man. I, oh, I, I do thought see you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, no, Spider Man. Like Spider Man. Toby Maguire's Spider Man in 2002 kickstarted Marvel to what it is now. Yes. That's number three. We don't count that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I, I was three toying. is still an alright <laughs> film. I was toying between one and two, but Green <laughs> Goblin topped it over the edge for me because he's I'd like, say one my favourite film. film. It yeah. had a great origin story. It worked perfectly. Other than the Nickelback song. Oh, the opening, like, Damn you know when it's like Columbia... <laughs> Do you know, like, when it says, like, Columbia Pictures and, like, Danny Elfman has, like, the little violins and then, like, the drums come in. It's, like, one of the best opening, like, credits. Yeah. Scores That's ever. what I did love about it. Like, I know, like, people are probably big on, like, the new Marvel films, but, like, the opening credits where it's, like, the spider web and... That is yeah, so yeah. sick. It's so simple. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But Spider-Man kicked off Marvel. I Would actually re- think Toby Willem Dafoe was great. Ones. Yeah, Willem Dafoe yeah. was a great villain. Like, Green Goblin is incredible. He's my favourite <laughs> villain out of any, like, Marvel film. Yeah. If he came back in, like, Endgame or some shit, like, he could play Norman Osborn now as Green Goblin. And then you had Toby Maguire, think- Kirsten oh. Dunst, James Franco. James Franco. <laughs> A, I think it's like, one of the it. worst casted films. Whoa! <laughs> like, like, no! Tony Maguire is a joke of an actor, like, for Spider-Man. Whoa! Like, he was so good! At... He, he was literally perfect as Peter worst, Parker. First role. Yeah! He was sick! That crying when Ben yeah. died was no. so good! This this it's is the cool thing, battle. though, isn't it? And of course, we've got... As well. And of course, it's got one of our favourite bits in the whole film, where he's going out to fight. And then they've got fucking bone saw in there. But oh, yeah, that's your man. And it's all like the guy in the cage got massive popcorn. And then all of a sudden the cage drops and he's like, cage! Three minutes of really? playtime. This is the thing, like growing up, it's like, yeah. oh my God, this is amazing. It's an amazing film. And then you see another superhero film, you're like, oh, maybe not. One thing, like, maybe I it's not the best about... film. One thing I do love about Spider-Man is that when I, like, because I feel like now, especially in this, like, well, the last decade, technically, like, superhero films were everywhere, and I hated, like, the CGI fest that was going on as, like, 
But one thing I loved about Spider-Man was that it felt like like a movie, if you know what I mean, like yeah. classic 2000s like movie, like superhero movie, and that's what I loved about I've, it. Uh, what I will say about Spider-Man is like, I remember it being like a moment when that came out, that film. Like, yeah, it was. It, there wasn't like big like superhero films. I just remember seeing the poster like even like a year before it came out. You know, like the one where he's on the window. Mm. Um, I, I, I just remember it like just being so much hype for it. That's, that's, that's and, why it has to go in there. I think it is one the of the first films. It's great. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I went back and it watched Spider-Man 2 recently. Spider-Man 2 is like, still great. I feel like... Spider-Man's stuck in the 2000s. Well, like, yeah, it is. It now, is stuck like... in the 2000s. Like, everything yeah. about it, like, Aunt May being old and, like, yeah. it's just so many things about it. It's just, like, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but you I will just... tell... Oh, okay. sorry, Harold. No, yeah. I was going to say, you could definitely tell us from the director of the Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scooby-Doo Sam Raimi does spoil, have... Um... Spoil... It's got Evil Dead, so... <laughs> You do that, not Sam have Scooby-Doo. Uh, what do you call it? Doctor Strange film. He's the director. Sam Raimi directed horror, Doctor Strange. No, he's going to do number two. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, but so, all yeah. I was going to say was, don't forget, so, we're talking about the best films from 2000, 2010. We don't t- 2000-2009. We don't talk about stuff that happened later. In the 2000s, this film. I mean, it's not even happening in the 2000s because it's never happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> but 2000, 2009, that film, like I said, without Spider-Man, Marvel Studios would have failed and you would have no Endgame or Infinity Saga or anything. Yes. Oh, Jared, your turn. Number eight. Well, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a weird one that no one will have. I wish Niall was here and he could have given he me might a have bit it on more. His. Maybe... Uh, he might do, but I don't think he will. Uh, I think you you might respect it as well, Jamie. But I've gone for number eight as the Damned United. Um, the, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know it's a very odd, like British film to put like as an iconic film, but this is my list, and I didn't want to just be like, <laughs> oh yeah, th- this film deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be like, oh, this film deserved it. What it did for the job, like did for the like film industry, <laughs> The Damned United is to me the most iconic football film, and it's just such a like the it. fact that he made the King's Speech after this film just shows you that if you give a good director like any topic, they can make a good film. Like it's it's just football. Let's be honest, it's just a football film, but he made it interesting enough. That I think anyone who doesn't even like football could probably be interested in it. Goal is the best football film in That's my Thiago opinion. Let's <laughs> find one number one. But you reminded me of another film. Goal is sick. Watch the game. <laughs> you reminded me of another f- when you said so Damn United. What? <laughs> you reminded me when you said Damn United. I was thinking Michael Sheen, Frost Nixon. That was another great film as well. That was a oh, really Was that Ridley Scott or Tony Scott? Um, it was, that was... Michael Sheen. <laughs> it was Michael Sheen. And no, like, I... <laughs> I don't know if he produced it or directed it, but he did something right now with as it. we carry on the list. There was like a moment <laughs> where uh, Michael Sheen was like becoming like Daniel Day Lewis or something. 2008. Like, there was like a three year period where like he was just doing like all these period things and. Biops, uh, Ron Howard. Um, like, yeah. Oh, Ron Howard. 
He's not really done much since then. Yeah, Michael Sheen could have broken Hollywood. He just didn't. Yeah. yeah. I liked him in Tron Legacy. I thought he was good in that. Well, to be fair, do you know what ruined his Tron career? Legacy. Do you know what ruined his career? What? We were going to discuss, if you're talking about films that made the 2000s to 2010s. He did Twilight, didn't he? So, there you go. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> no, Twilight actually isn't that bad. Like the first one, like it's like. Has anyone seen the last it's... Twilight film? With, like, the Dog twist. shit! Yeah. Like, I remember being in the cinema and like watching like because it's like an hour scene. I don't care if this is like it is the a spoiler. It's like an hour scene, and then they just like. This is it exactly out, the point like, I was going to say. What's the? I like, hate the films where they that? do something and then they say. Oh no, it didn't actually happen. It yeah, was yeah. just. This could happen. It was <laughs> it, it, this you know was what, what was going to happen. You know what, I liked like, it, not going to lie. I nah, thought it was pretty good. <laughs> there's, there's loads of movies that do like, oh, like a two minute dream se- uh, sequence, which could happen. But they last for like two minutes. This, this scene lasts for like an hour. Yeah, it's, 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 it's only because it's the main action of the film, and it's like, well, yeah. it didn't happen. It's only because. <laughs> It's only because in the Twilight book, literally, like in the very last scene when that happened, they literally met in the like field, whatever. He met like Char- Sheen met the kid, and he was like, oh, "Okay," and left. Yeah, like it was just a little like win, talk, yeah, and that's but... it. Yeah, he just left. There was no battle whatsoever. I'm sorry, but if I wanted to read a fan fiction, I would read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> My girlfriend's actually just got the new Twilight book, so I want to I see what like. I got scared. Ever, you know? <laughs> oh, there's another one. What you imagine, imagine, imagine? It's all from um, yeah, Tyson, the... just came back to it, just like after, after like, Batman. All these Oscar bait films. Well, he's done like the last few years. He's done like Lost City Z. He's done Good Time. Uh, what was the recent one he did as well? Uh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse, yeah. Tenant as well. Uh, so he's doing like these Oscar bait films. And imagine like. It just comes back for this new Twilight. <laughs> I'd love it. Yeah, so much. <laughs> yeah, no, it, the new book is Midnight Sun. It's basically the whole Twilight, but from Edward's yeah, perspective rather than really Bella's. Oh, no, that is literally what the Fifty Shades of Grey book was. <laughs> Why have you done that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the the copy needs to work now. Oh. Going into the future now. What, what Edward, Edward's perspective is like, why is she cop? Why is he cop blocking me? <laughs> I just, I just love to see Robert Pattinson now. Like go back to him. Oh, they have to recast him, won't they? Okay, yeah, Kieran. We'll CGI it. Jamie's getting sick of Twilight. <laughs> um, my number eight is another Nolan film. Oh, it is The Prestige. Oh, interesting. Number eight. It is. Um, I know oh, Jamie. Oh, that prestige in ten and eight. Jesus. <laughs> What's to come? <laughs> what else is to come? <laughs> I mean, we still got a few more. Like that, no, I have got like bangers in this list. I got bangers, but um, <laughs> but no, nah, it's like the, <laughs> the prestige. Uh, one of the best twists. Uh, best performance, best rivalries like um, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale were really good, really good chemistry. He definitely cemented his style with that film. Oh, yeah, because like, like you I think, think he must have been filming Batman when he made that film. Yeah, I think like The Prestige is probably one of his criminally underrated films, like you know, because obviously he's made like Inception and still, he had such a good 2010s that a lot of the stuff in his 2000s gets overlooked and the prestige is like 
even as underlooked as Memento is. Yeah, and I think that like it definitely deserves more attention for how good the story is, how well paced it is, how it doesn't take itself like it doesn't think it's smarter than it is. It takes you down a story and. It doesn't yeah, really yeah, well in the magic. The twist until it happens. Yeah, no, no. and I love like Michael Caine talking about like magic and stuff like that. It's one of the films that kind of got me into like magic. wonders of magic and stuff like that. Yeah, so definitely the Prestige should be. Can we finish with Cameron doing card tricks? <laughs> <laughs> but Niall, he put this on it, and I looked at him and was like, probably would have been in contention, but I completely forgot. This is one number eight. That was up there, but it's too England. British, isn't it? It's... I just think. What do you mean? It's too I see British. It's a show this is England. I don't yeah, know. I, I do. I think film, the show's see, developed like the like film more. Yeah. yeah, the show is good. I, think the show I, like, more I, I did realise how good it would be. Did. But no, I really, the film was very, very good. Because the, the film just talked about racism, where it's like, I feel like the show's developed more than just racism. Hmm. But there's no way that could fit all the shows like stories oh, yeah, within like one yeah. film. So, but no, the film is a good. I, this is England. Is like if you're from England and you grew up in like the 2000s, like you you've seen that film. Yeah, that that is. Uh, I did media studies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so I go for eight. Um, this is the film I that I was on about to you, Jamie, which I thought was a Scorsese film. I've always thought this is a Scorsese film. It's okay. Let's catch me if you can. You thought oh, yeah. that was a Scorsese film? No, it's a Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I just always did. But uh, yeah, um, Catch Me If You Can, I think it's just it's a great film. Uh, Leo, I think it's my favourite Leo film. Um, I think the whole story to it with um, Tom Hanks as well, like the end scene is amazing as well. And, and to top it off, you've even got Christopher Walken. I mean, what more do you want? Wow, it's fine. I love, I love Leo in that film. Like, wasn't that like? Well, no, it wasn't the film that kind of put him into like the stratosphere. But I definitely think that it's in similar ways that the Prestige is underappreciated. I do think Leo is underappreciated in that film. I definitely think it's one of his I best roles. That's a good film. Like for how well it did. Yeah. 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 I think when you when you look at stories of like these biops of like certain people, um, you can you can get some great films, but they're mainly like is like, it is it a real story? Where, yeah, yeah. Well, catch me if you can. Uh, it, it's so fun. It's like how how is this real? Like, um, it's just a really fun action film. Okay. So that is the end of the bottom yeah, three. We're now seventh place. Ooh. So I've gone for a Middle adaptation. Ground. Hmm. It's American Psycho. Oh. Just reaches it, released in 2000. Do you like Hugh Lewis in the news? American Psycho is a film that took me a while to see. Literally, the scene where Batman kills Joker in American Psycho. Well, that's more, what more do you want? How more <laughs> meta do you want in that? You've got Christian Bale killing Jared Leto. And that's how it should be. Don't just sit there. Don't just sit there. No, we are not getting into that discussion. We're in the wrong decade for that discussion. (laughs) But no, I I love American Psycho. It's well written book as well. The the book's great as well. 
And they've even got a musical, which is very, very strange as well. Mm. I've listened to a bit of the soundtrack, but no, the, the film is very, very good. Like, some, like the card scene, where they're just looking yeah, at business yeah. cards. Like, how, yeah. do you make, how do you make a scene about business cards so great? <laughs> I love it when like the edits people are doing it with like, Pokemon cards and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Does he get like Bruce Wayne if he doesn't do that film as well? I feel like uh, like mm. that's like the perfect like film to get into. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like, I can. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, Jared. Uh, number seven. Are we on? Yeah. yeah. I've put the road. <gasps> oh, if I remembered <laughs> that film, it might. It probably would have made it into the top ten. I mean, I've read the book. I, the film is just perfect. I feel like a, like The Last of Us was based off that. Yeah, The Last of Us took heavy inspiration from that film. And that's just... What, what more to say? I haven't mm. seen it, but is it Mads Mikkelsen, like Aaron said? It is. No, no, no. No, it's... Um, no, it's um, Viggo, Viggo Mortensen. Mortensen. Oh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. Yes. More but, than having oh. to come, Kieran's face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's just, it's just him and his summon like a like a place that's like a dystopian place where, like, you know what I mean? And like, it's just so. I don't want to spoil it because to spoil it would be to tell you the best bit of the film. I think yeah, yeah I've heard good things about that film. I think really it. it's a rough ride. Like, it's not like there's like uplifting moments in it, but it is like it's essentially like a father and a son. Going through a desolate dystopian, and, and he's, he's such an asshole to his son, but he has to be because yeah. they meet this like old man. It's like I know, he's, like brutal, and he's like you could easily kill him, but he's like they don't know if they're gonna kill. He's gonna kill you in his sleep, like you don't know that. Like literally, like it's not a spoiler because it's at the beginning of the film, but there's literally one scene where he's teaching his son how to commit suicide, like how to use the gun on himself. Oh, yeah. In case, like, so it is a depressing film, but it's the story in it is so uh, not gonna lie, that would have made my top 10 and that would have eliminated the Dark Knight from my top 10 list. Um, so, I'm glad I didn't tell you about it all. Seven, oh, <laughs> I he's, a bit, he's a bit underrated, isn't he? Because, like, uh, I forgot to mention Green Book, I think Green Book was a good shout, yeah, mm. on the last one, and uh, Captain Fantastic was good as well. What I wish the Green Book did was pay more attention to the actual green book itself rather than just like i understand what the story was meant to do but i wish mm. it paid more attention to that because there's a there's a deep story in that yeah well, like apparently the, mm. apparently they hated um the family of the musician i can't remember what his name is um they didn't like the film like they, because it just a yeah. lot of it wasn't true yeah yeah i feel like but yeah, oh, like sorry, Green Book was such a sick film, and I proper like when we went. went uh, I don't know who I went to see with Niall. Was it you, Jamie, or Kieran? I can't remember. Kieran. It was yeah. <laughs> so it was it was you and Niall, and we watched it, and it was like I wasn't expecting anything because I didn't know anything about it, and then we watched it. I think it was really good, mm. but I feel like it only touched on racism. That was my only issue with mm. the film. Yeah, like it didn't. Feel... It didn't go more about his sexuality. Like oh, that no, bit yeah, where yeah. he was like in the toilet, it's like that was just brushed yeah, off. Like, oh yeah, he's gay. That was the one scene, wasn't it? That it showed him yeah. that he was gay, and that was it. I yeah, think that was it. They should have. I think it was a beautiful buddy film. Like there was a lot of moments in it that did make me smile and happy and stuff like that. Mm. But I did feel like it was one of them films to kind of make white people feel good about themselves. 
Mm. Like, and I, I feel like it, that, yeah. it shouldn't well, have been that film, that kind Ross's of film. Name didn't like it either uh, when they was running up the when they did Black Klansman was up for the same award. Oh yeah, Spike yeah. Lee. Yeah, he was like saying that like totally different film. Don't film. even compare. Yeah, like, he, I feel like that was just, just more jealous ge- that he's never never gonna win a Best Director. <laughs> But, but yeah, it, that, the problem with that film is I think they didn't focus on the Hershali enough. I know he won Best Supporting, mm. but I feel like it was Viggo Mortensen's Let's Win an Oscar film. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jamie, could I possibly do something quite frowned upon? Can I replace my number 10? Nah, Jamie, no, Jamie, no, no. Wow. I, 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 to be fair, but to be fair, I think <laughs> I honestly think Dark Knight is going to be on everybody's list. So, I can, so can I can I do a bold move and say the road is number ten? The Dark Knight is. I will give the road a point. One. I mean, it's not going to get in place. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> but at right. least it's got like four points now. Like <laughs> it's got five in points. Case, then, it's got five points. Wait, five? <laughs> I thought we were on number seven. Pardon? What number seven? I thought we were on number seven. That was number seven. Oh, yeah, we're on number seven. I thought we were on number seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so Jared's given four points and you give it one point. Okay, cool. Mine number seven is... Or been mentioned by Niall, but training day. Denzel Washington. Film's got, like, the moment. To be fair, I really want to say it, but I'm not going to say it because I'll have to edit. Yeah, I know which one you're going to (laughs) say. But it, like, I don't want to edit anymore. No, David, no, just... David Ayer's best script. Can't believe that the person who wrote Suicide Squad wrote the train. The person who wrote the Fast and the Furious wrote Training Day. Um, they're an amazing direct, like, well-made film. Denzel Washington's best performance, without a doubt, I think. Um, it's a really good story, and I think that it does a lot in subtly telling it it's not very explicit with what it's trying to say well it is it depends on how you watch it but i think that it le- it's a thinking man's kind of film if you really dig into it and i really love how it does that and the kind of like you kind of hate but love denzel washington's character like you can't really fully hate him you can't really fully love him like and i feel like that's one of the whole things about when he was talking about like the wolves and the sheep and stuff like that, it all attributes to him. I think he was such a well-rounded character in it and Training Day just, all in all, it was a film that I remember from watching it. It's like the first time you watch it, you don't necessarily have to watch it again, but you definitely remember it. It's definitely a film you remember. So yeah, yeah I love it. I only watched it for Day. the first time this year. I think I've only seen it oh, once, really? but like, I think, yeah, it's like one of them that like, one-off maybe i think it's a perfect uh, like snowball sort of film where um like it's just so normal at the start and then it just snowballs and snowballs it gets crazy yeah. and then to the end you're like oh my god what and it's literally like one day isn't it yeah it's like, yeah, yeah it's all one day and like it's so crazy niall has got room for romeo grass isn't that like? Need to just get the Google on. <laughs> I feel Rupert. like some like shady like fifty. Yeah, definitely. Like these are like get that in these, yeah, oh, these oh, are oh. like the film four films. <laughs> this is one of them. Literally, the next one is as well. 
Oh, it came out in, in, in the 4th of February in England. Fair enough. Room mm. for Romeo Brass. It seems like one of those film four films that like used to have that, the red on the t- red and white on the top. <laughs> so that's Room for Romeo. Oh my God, do you know who's, who, you know who's in this film? Who? It's, um, you know, the dude who gets beaten up racially in um, This Is England. Oh, him. He's yeah. in this film as a kid. Milky. What is that yeah. thing? Yeah, I was going to say Milky, but I didn't want to, just in case it was wrong. <laughs> no, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah that name was fucking... I didn't mean it! Oh, 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 you ready? Fight UK MMA, Andrew Sims. <laughs> so he's, a, he's an MMA fighter now. Okay. Um, you learn from his experience. <laughs> he got beat at once. Now he's going to be never again. <laughs> I love it when you see like the Harry Potter cast, like what they're doing now. Oh, yeah, because one of them is a fighter, is. isn't he? Yeah. Is he? Most of them are dead. Like... Remember when they had to replace that one character because he'd like. Oh, yeah, he got stabbed, didn't he? Yeah. No, he got stabbed. Oh, no. What no, he'd like done a crime or something. There was one character who got stabbed. I know it was like a minor character, but. Summit's happened was, to Dudley. Yeah, it was like Draco's friend or something had done something, mm. so we changed his character. Yeah, I don't know what happens to um, Dudley. Like that. He, um, he got sexy. <laughs> no, on... Uh, no, that's with... Neville. Neville got oh, sexy. Oh, never mind, sorry. On, um, he basically made, like, a load of, like... He was part of a plan to blow up something during the London riots or something. Oh and God. he made, like, explosives, I think. And, so, yeah, yeah, so he had a, cr- had a crime, like, pending. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Right, moving on know. from terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we up to? Seven. We Jesus. Yeah, seven's in the night. Slow list today. Yeah. <laughs> Speed it up, boys. Yeah. Survives the prestige anyway. Number six. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, number, number seven's uh, prestige, yeah. So uh, I'm not like awfully keen on Hugh Jackman's casting. I just don't know how I feel about him in an Owen film. But then, like the casting, like brings it all better with casting Bowie's Tesla. I, I agree. I agree with you on the, the Hugh Jackman bit. Like yeah. Nolan feel like uh, sorry, um, like what's his name? Oh, fucking, how have I forgotten Batman's name? Christian Bale. Bale. Christian Bale feels like he's like a Nolan actor. Yeah. Mm. Not like, anything against like uh, Hugh Jackman. It's just I don't know. I just. I just don't see him as in that sort of type of film. Like, it, I don't, yeah, maybe he didn't respect Nolan as much as like other people did at the time. Yeah, but with Prestige though, is like I feel like you could swap that with Tenant. Like it could come out like this week, and you'd be like, oh yeah, it's fine. This is like just came out. Like with how that film looks as well. Like the whole that was another film with. Um, I normally pick up on like the twists and that, but it's just like it's just so unexpected, unexpected, like at the end of that film. And um, it's a hard when you think about it. Well, a lot of these films like this, but it's a hard story to tell. But he does it so well. Yeah, like there's so much in that film over the space of like a long period of time, mm. and um, it just works so well. And it is like a, yeah, like I feel like it's going to drop off. Like in a, there's a bit in the film where it's like oh, it's going to drop off, and then it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's just like tale of like seeing how much like a man will go, isn't it? Mm. Yes. So we go on a full circle again. Number six. It is a foreign Number movie. Six. 
Ooh. Oh, I know which one's going to be. It is City of God. Oh. Ooh. I love City of God. It was one of the first foreign films I properly watched. And I sat all the way through it and watched it because I loved every minute of it. I'd happily yeah. watch it all the time. It's in my top ten films of all time. It has to the be best the best movie. South American film ever, yeah? Best foreign film. Oh, yeah. I'd say. Oh, best foreign best film. Foreign wow. film. Foreign film? Wow. Oh. I mean, City, City of God, God is, is incredible. Top ten foreign films. But I wouldn't say it's my first. Number one. Oof. Yeah. Like, the story of it is just incredible. And it's a true story as well. And it's really well acted. And it's all unknown favela actors as well. It's not like a well-known, like... I think that's what, yeah, like, when you look it's into... Real, that's one of the like, films where you look into it and it's like, that's amazing. That, that was a dude from the street and he's, like, an actor now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mel Gibson's Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse. Mel Gibson's Apocalypse Now. Marlon Brando, he just found <laughs> off the street. <laughs> Jamie, did that get Oscar nominated? I think it won Best Foreign Film, obviously. I feel like that's one of the films that if it had got a Best Picture nomination, that would have been like such a... I reckon reckon if City of God came out now, it would win the Oscar. Absolutely. Probably not. But foreign films wasn't. That's already a better foreign film. <laughs> but I think foreign films weren't respected as much as what they were as they are now. I, yeah. I totally agree. Like you had Crouching Tiger and City of God, and then another film yeah. which is probably going to be mentioned, which is on my mentions. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that, like, in the Oscars, I think it should be foreign films should be a part of the Oscars, like Best Picture. Oh yeah. Number six. Well, this is what oh, starts getting funny. Um. I've given it Shrek. Wow, really? Shrek 1 is just a yeah. good film. Like, it just, it made DreamWorks who they are. Like, I'm sure well, DreamWorks part of Disney and then they like, somebody left Disney and then started DreamWorks and then Shrek was the, like the first film. No, DreamWorks was always Paramount, was it? I thought some, the, the dude who owns Paramount was with Disney and then he left for Paramount or something. I don't know, maybe. But I know like, there's like DreamWorks. But I know DreamWorks and DreamWorks Animation are two different things. Kind of like Disney and Pixar. But, um, but what what's what's a better film? A film that you could easily watch, or a film that is like Oscar bait? Yeah. It was the first animated winner. They yeah. they made a category. Well, not for that film, but they made a category. Uh-huh. It's like, right, That's another. That, that annoys me. That category though, because it's like the, some of them should be like counted in like the main best picture. Yes, yeah. They, yeah. This is my issue. They've done this category, so they don't have to give them the rep. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. the same with like foreign film. But I mean, luckily Parasite was um, now. But like, I feel like they just should give that the, just the one award for it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it does, I mean, it does. Good. I think they deserve the animated award mm-hmm. because it's not all, not always the the Disney film wins. That's why I think it deserves to be there. To be uh, fair, though, I think the, the first ever dis, like the first ever animated movie that was nominated for Best Picture was Beauty and the Beast in nineteen ninety one. I don't think a yeah, lot of films awesome. have done it since. I think Toy Story three may have done it or up. Yeah, but a lot of films yeah, have been nominated in the Best Pictures. The animation award is like literally not our biggest problem with the Oscars because like the Ghibli films always get snubbed. Like they're never on the list. Like other than like Spirit the Way. Um, this, this is what we're saying. Foreign films don't get the rep. Yeah, mm. yeah. My number six is probably going to shock. Like, oh, there's going to be some chockers on here. 
Uh, number six is Jarhead, which is a movie that doesn't really get a lot of rep. I watched how... that for the first time about a month and a half ago. Yeah, I think it is, if not one of the best war movies ever, for being the only war movie to kind of show the actual realism of, especially modern day war, which is the waiting. Yeah, I looked like that the... bit. You know, when they're like they're and... gonna take the shot and he's like right you're yeah. not doing that and he's like he's just like that was our uh, shot that was our moment yeah. and i love that because like bro it's kind of like you know it's like some it's like it's like if you make a football film but the final like but it's all about leading up and you to never scoring that yeah. first goal yeah yeah yeah. well you kick the ball but you're like scoring that first yeah, goal you never you actually you know, get to say that they never took a shot yeah whole film did they? yeah in jarheads like they're always about like you know at the start it's like oh yeah we're gonna kill some iraqis we're gonna like win the war but the whole realist and that's what most people thought when they were going to join the war mm-hmm. obviously i've never been to war but hearing and reading stuff they that's what they thought based on films like apocalypse now i think Black it's Black a really like smart America. way of seeing how americans view war it's like yeah like, yeah fuck these iraqis what they've done to us yeah and yeah. then it's like that's not actually what war's like. Yeah, and like, and I love that one part of it was that they had like girlfriends. Yes, I love that bit when they're like the, all the girlfriends, like mentally, yeah, like fucking you. Yeah. It plays with the mental game because not gonna lie, if you've ever been in a long distance like relationship kind of thing or for a period of time, it does fuck with your head. And I found Jarhead kind of relatable in that way. And you know, there's the uh, one thing I loved. It's like a small detail, but there's like a wall of shame. Yeah, yeah, whose girlfriend has cheated on them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's just such a realistic depiction of warfare, but not in the way that people think. It's like, it's such a... Definitely an underrated film if you've never seen... Without a doubt, and Sam Mendes' best film, I think. Better than 1917 and Skyfall, Casino Royale. Wow. I think, like... No, we'll wait till the 90s till we talk about Sam Mendes' best film. Okay, American Beauty. Oh, yes, yes. American Beauty, by far. (laughs) By far, Sam Mendes' best film. This is my problem with Jarhead. Like, I looked at him for generic war film, and then I watched yeah. it. I was like, you know what? There was actually more to that film than just boom, boom, without boom. a doubt. Like, it just it advertised itself as that film mm. that was like a war <laughs> film, and then it was more than that. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I think that it's kind of like the same with This Is Us. When you look at the trailer, like This Is Us, it just looks like the most the shittiest like rom. Kind of thing, ever. yeah. If we advertise it any different, nobody would watch it. I uh, found one uh, the other day. I was telling my dad, uh, my dad's the same as me about the horrors, like, he don't really watch the horrors and stuff. But when you watch the trailer, I was showing the trailer for Shutter Island, and it's just like terrifying, but it's like nothing like that in the film. Like, there is some horror elements, yeah, in the film, but it's just like complete, like, it's <laughs> yeah, the thing, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what I will say something embarrassing about Jawhead, right? When I was younger. I love the Hurt Locker, and I always, for some reason, just thought Jarhead. Was <laughs> <laughs> I can say I. So I remember watching that, it. Though, like, I remember yeah. watching it, be like, I don't like this. Where's Jerry? <laughs> I, I don't even know like, which came first, but I just remember like I just put them together. This, this is what yeah. you know. When I was saying about the um, space films with Interstellar, I feel like this was like the issue with Jarhead. There were so many war films like Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty. Like they all just kind of mm. came out like in the same like five mm. year period. Yeah. Kind of like it just got lost in the films. Behind enemy lines. Uh, what's the one? Um, oh, there's another great. Black Hawk Down. 
Maybe, yeah. Is it the uh, one where it's kings. like in Three Kings? Oh, Three Kings. There is another great uh, war film called Redacted, which is incredible if you've ever watched Redacted. Oh, I've heard about Redacted. It's kind of more like a documentary. Oh, Brothers! Movie. Have you seen Brothers? With Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire? I think so. That's Charlie, a really Charlie's good Charlie's looking film. up Redacted. <laughs> it's basically like a documentary of about when they go to kill Osama bin Laden. I'm pretty sure, if I can remember it correctly. Oh, wow. That's a cool idea. I've just searched uh, more films of the 2000s. First result, Wonder Woman. Second, War of the Planet of the A's. Then 300, <laughs> Avatar. Graven Fireflies, which is oh, cool. You it might, it might come up. <laughs> it might come up later in the list, but if it isn't three hundred, should get a shout out. I think three hundred is mm. a great film. I've just thought of Sparta. I want to shout out Niles list. Has anyone seen the fall? The fall. Oh yeah, the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the fall with uh, Lee Pace. Mm. That film's colour, it's like, oh my god. What, the like, fall yeah. that's currently yeah. doing trending on uh, Netflix. No, that's literally what I just said, Jared. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It's crazy. No, the, the fall is sick. The col- yeah, I agree. The colour in that is that. ridiculous. We'll quickly pass over Niles. It's another Shane Meadows one. It's Dead Man's what? Shoes. Never heard that. Keep going. Uh, Dead Man's oh, Shoes. Really? You never heard it's of Dead Man's Shoes? It is Shane Meadows, isn't it? And you're you never British. seen yeah, did you t- wait, wait, wait. Can I just go back to what Jared just said? I was talking about Shane Meadows films and you were I would never seen Moulin Rouge, did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> like completely like Shane Meadows is the one who did This Is England. Well you look you know, at Dead Man's like, shoes. What? That's Baz Luhrmann. When you look at Dead Man's Shoes, it's an entirely different kind of film. <laughs> I've seen uh, it. Is it my Isn't it Paddy Constantine, Dead Man's Shoes? Yeah. 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 It's basically no, like, no, this no. is England. He like, like, Niall likes yeah. his gritty, gritty stuff. Niall loves the film for films. <laughs> 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 like, I tell you what, there's a Shane Meadows film called Lee Donk and Scorsese. Someone told me I work with, right? It's amazing. It's literally... Um, Paddy Constantine uh, supporting the Arctic Monkeys at Old Trafford. It's just the most niche genre of film, and he's like this rodeo. But it was uh, Shane Meadows like directed it. And someone showed me about it, and I love it. It's amazing. But and then Dead Man's Shoes like comes from that as well. Aaron, it's your turn. Number six. Um, number what, six. This is our one. Top five. So my number six. I've I kept moving this one on the list. It started out the list, and then I was like, oh, no, it needs to be on the list. And now I've moved it even higher. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ooh, oh, really yeah. interesting. I didn't even think of that. Um, I love Ocean's Eleven. Like, it uh, made you fall in love with heist movies. Yeah, like, it's just a fun, fun movie. Yeah. And it's one of them I've watched a thousand. It's probably one of my most watched movies ever. Uh, Can I ask your opinion, like, of Ocean's 12 compared to 11? Ocean's 12's okay. Like, I like 12. Because yeah. I generally watched half an hour at night. I was like, no, this just mm. isn't the same film. 12's okay. Uh, 13's rubbish. But, I mean, the casting of the original has got, like, the whole rat pack in it. But oh, they, it's just a great movie, yeah, Ocean's 11, the Clooney one. That's what I liked. I love how it wasn't just, like... Oh, it's Matt Damon and, and you know George Clooney. Yeah, but like I love how it wasn't just like the 
the like oh let's get the biggest stars in it's like yeah yeah i don't really i maybe they are famous actors but i don't know who these old people are in their films but You've i'm got, like, like yeah monica and ross's dad in it elliot gold yeah. yeah and i just i just love how like just these old guys like oh yeah we could have put like the most skinniest like like look at that asian guy who's like like an amazing athlete in yeah yeah but yeah. they could, they didn't do that. They just went, right, we'll just get the old oldies in because they've done it all before. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So you've even got like Casey Affleck in it. Like, uh... Yeah, well, less said, better. <laughs> Manchester <laughs> by the Sea, that didn't get mentioned in the last one. Mm. Reason why. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. He didn't deserve. No, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We've. But no, like, the we'll thing see, that we'll I love see in about the 90s. We'll like see in the 90s about Ocean's Eleven and heist movies with, oh, with that, um, Ocean's Eleven. It's the way they did the heist, and then they go back and show you how to do it. I love films yeah. that do that. Yeah, and yeah. they go back to show yeah, you. It how is they iconic. Did it. Like the, end the best, then. the best scene is like literally the end with like the fountain and Claire Deleuze playing. Like it's amazing. Like they're all sat <laughs> down, and they've got like like most of the times like other than like. Italian job where they, like, they sort of get her away with it at the end, you just it's left on a cliffhanger, literally. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I just said that. I'm like, oh my god, that's works. That's so why they call it cliffhanger. Yeah, is it? I wonder yeah. if it is from that. It, it is. is. Is it? Do you think yeah. it is? Because they're oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's all well good. Um, Fuck, we just, saying? you just figured that I'm just, out. Yeah, I'm just surprised that <laughs> Kieran didn't know that. I thought Kieran was going to come out. Well, actually, it was actually 1947 when this. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to Where Romo Polanski was hanging yeah. around. Like so there's no cliffhangers there with Ocean Eleven. Like, they just, you just, they just all get the ribbon running and it's just so good. Okay. I'm actually um, looking for it. <laughs> I'm actually going to say a film that's no longer a duplicate now because Kieran decided to ah, take it off his list. It wasn't. It didn't originate from it, actually. Oh, so it's it's so considered it, it to have originated from, me, from the serialised version of Thomas Harding's A Pair of Blue Eyes in which Henry Knight, one of the protagonists, is left hanging off a cliff. That's what literally what we just said. Hanging off yeah, a cliff. Yeah, I know. That's where it came from. Italian job. I never said it's from an Italian job. I said that's what it came from, hanging off cliffs. It's a homage. I thought you meant it was like from the Italian job. <laughs> when the, the, the Italian job is a homage yeah. to the cliffhanger. Yes. But I didn't know that. Anyway, <laughs> this is no longer a duplicate because Kieran took it off his list, but it has to go on there. Kieran's took it off his list. It's going to be on everyone's <laughs> list. It's a dark night. <laughs> what more could be said? It's one of the greatest oh, no. superhero movies of all time. It's Heath Ledger Joker is incredible. Yeah. Come on, I want you to... I think the only problem that I would have with it, which is why it's not higher, is I remember watching it in the cinema. It was a packed cinema and it was fucking roasting. Sat next no, to no, a no, big no. guy. <laughs> That's your problem with the movie. Right. No, 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 no. Because it was... And literally, <laughs> you get to the bit and you think it's going to end and then there's another half an hour. And yeah. it's like, How do you think it's going to end? You know when he's like caught and he's, he's hanging about. upside down and you've got the whole boat bit like another half an hour after. Yeah, and then there's like... Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've got the bomb what? on the boat. When you've got the bomb on the boat and stuff that's like that. that. that no, no, because like the joke has been caught yeah. and you think he's dead and then it's Two-Face who was that like next bit. You think it's going to end then? It's like another half Oh, you mean the Two-Face bit? Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's after the boat bit. Yeah, then you've got all the boat bit as well. It's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. It just goes like an extra half an hour. That's what I love about this film. Like, you're not even saying the good bits. You're just saying, the only bit I didn't like about this film was this. Like, mm. like we already know what's good about this film. 
Yeah. Like one of my favourite scenes of any film is obviously it's the most played probably bit is you know where he's just in a nurse outfit just walking away and he's just blowing up the hell the hospital in the background is like <laughs> Did you all know about that bit? Wasn't he improvised? Yeah, he, he, he kept pressing yeah. it, it didn't detonate. It didn't yeah. work. It was a but he had the buttons to detonate, it didn't work. So he was like <laughs> and he just and then it blew up and he was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because like if they had to redone that, it would be millions of pounds in like money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was so good, and I think that just speaks of how good a performance he like, and how dedicated he was to that character. Mm-hmm. And I think it definitely. I'm not gonna lie, and this is a question: Do you think that he would have won it if he didn't die? No, no. no do you think that no, I don't think the joke, the the Dark Knight, would have been? A, like an okay film or a good film if the Joker wasn't in it or the Joker wasn't I, as good. My, my point is going to be in my version of this list. Uh, I was going to say that like Christian Bale is like really underrated in this film. I think that like because he died his budget like it takes away from like uh, it, it's sort of like Heat like how you have both of them like De Niro and Pacino. Yeah, um, I see that. Oh. Up. And I, I feel like everyone just speaks about Heath Ledger because of what happened. It is a great performance, don't get me wrong. But uh, where, where Bale is, did like it, probably the best portrayal. Yeah, it is hard. Like when you think about it, when he's in the suit, like what are you gonna do? Like you're gonna change your voice. Uh, and there's not there's not many scenes. Uh, yeah. Out of the suit and that, but uh, it's a fast movie as well. Though. Mm. I think, like, the way he portrayed Batman was really well done. It's just I feel like there should have been more attention paid to Batman as a character. And again, like, when I think of The Dark Knight, one of the things I don't think about is Batman. I think of, you know, Joker and Harvey Dent and, like, other things and stuff like that. Um, But I think the interrogation scene is probably one of the best scenes of, like, the decade or even of all time. Like, Mm. it was so well done, that scene. You want to see a pen disappear? <laughs> Maybe the only thing that I don't really... The only thing I pick out is, in all three of the films, I feel like they do a bit too much. Um, mm. I, I would have been happy with just the Joker. I, I know the whole storyline is him, like, turning, like, the best person in Gotham, like, evil. Yeah. I know that's what but, but this is the thing with Nolan's films. He always does a little bit too much. Yeah. Like, every film yeah. he does too much. Um... But, and it's like, he's in it, isn't he? Um, what's his name? From Peaky Blinders. Killing Murphy. Killing, oh, Killing Murphy. Killing he, Murphy. He's in the Dark Knight as well, isn't he? He's like, randomly, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's, he's, yeah. a, he's a bad guy yeah, in Batman Begins, begins isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah, like, Scarecrow. Yeah, like, and then he's in, he's in Dark Knight Rises as well, and it's like, he, he, he does sometimes just add a little bit too much. I think that with The Dark Knight, I know, Dark Knight Rises, is that I know Nolan, like behind the scenes, talked about how he wanted to bring the Joker and Scarecrow back. Oh, yeah. But because the obviously. Scarecrow is going to be part Two Face is such a good character in the film that he's almost like a side side character. Yeah, yeah. In, in, that... in the film where he was quite a big role. That's the that's maybe it actually. It's maybe like because the performance of like Heath Ledger and there's so much with Christian Bale in it, like the two faced thing, like he's he's like a separate thing. You th- yeah, he's like a side, the, a side villain, and you're like, what? He's like probably yeah, the yeah. second best villain out of Definitely. all the films. 
It's like when you yeah. think of the Dark Knight, you literally think of the Joker and Batman, don't you? Yeah, and then you remember that bit at the end, what, with Two-Face, he's like, with his face. and the bit off with, and he's yeah. like, ah. <laughs> But he has the best line in probably pretty much any movie ever, like, you've a dire hero yeah. long enough to see yourself yeah. become a villain. Okay. So, Jared. Top All right, five. so is it wheel number five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do my number five and then go for a toilet. But you go for a toilet. toilet. Go for a toilet, yes. <laughs> so at number toilet. five, uh, highest foreign film on my list, uh, Spirited Away. This is high this. This is um, one of them films where I think it's arguably one of the strongest Japanese films ever. Like, I remember watching this film as a kid on VHS and being like, wow, like, this is a, this is a painting of a film. I and think it's just a, such a strong film. I think Spirit Away is like, um, I'm not keen on like the, how it's gone into like, nowadays we've gone into 3D animation. I've always loved 2D animation. Yeah, I, yeah. Always, I understand how like a drawn image is so harder to produce. Yeah. But- it, I think it's it the best matter. Like, when you put, when you said Wind Rises, I felt like that was one of the closest films that got to to me spirited away. Yeah, yeah. Because it was uh, like there's some good stories in there, but like the cat returns, it, there's nowhere near spirited away. It's just such a simple story. Like, mm. and I think the reason why spirited away was probably easier to digest compared to all the others is it's quite an American film. Like yeah. they start like, oh, we moved to a new country, and then it's like the parents turn into pigs. And then, then you start to like learn Japanese culture and like, like obviously I, I don't know what Japanese culture is like, but I felt like this is what it was like in this film. The problem with Spirit Away for me is like, um, people use Spirit Away as like the gateway into Ghibli. Uh, the gateway That's how I saw it, yeah. That was the like, first film I ever saw. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch I'll, every film after that. I would never recommend for that one first, though. Like, yeah. I know because like, that's the film that everyone knows. I love Spirit Away, but uh, because it is like a bit crazy, it can put people off. Like, because it, some of the like the theme. I, the only reason I wouldn't recommend it is because it's probably one of the strongest. It's the best ones. one. And if you start with it, yeah. Every mm. other film is just gonna like, well, it's not as good as Spirit Away. I, I honestly think it's the best looking uh, 2D. Yeah, movie. I think it's really hard because like. With Studio Ghibli films, like you'll find that when people are hooked to something where there's a lot of, for example, if it's like a TV show or even if it's a case of Studio Ghibli films, you would only get people who are really hooked to it if they kind of watch the best one first. Mm-hmm. And then because they because they have the energy to watch all the other ones, mm-hmm. like what, what I would recommend is watching like them in timeline oh, order of like when they were made. Order, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd start with, if anyone was interested, I'd go Total Row and then Princess Minoda, okay. I, cause yeah, I, probably right. Yeah. I, I, that's I what I would say. Away. Watch the best three first. The, but there is a film that's like, it will be on, it will be, like, there is a film from Ghibli, it will be my number one on another decade list. But, uh, yeah. Eight, I could probably guess it. Yeah, but it's, I don't I'm know, I don't know, I don't know. We'll find out on the next episode. It's not like a, a, a very often mentioned given film, but yeah. We'll find All out right. on the next um, episode. Is it now or Kieran next? It is Kieran. Um, Kieran. I want to hear Kieran's uh, 
Um, number five is my top highest rated foreign film. It is Old oh Boy. Oh, well, oh yes, right. we know Old oh Boy. Okay. okay, imagine if it was Spirit Away. Jesus. <laughs> but um, Old oh Boy is like probably, it wasn't my introduction to foreign cinema. It definitely wasn't, but it was like one of those films that really proved that Eastern Asian cinema, especially, should be treated as seriously as any other realm or continent of cinema like you know um i think that though a lot of people have that barrier of language and i feel like once you kind of break that barrier um you any you can have so many films in front of you watch um if you have problems with that watch english films with include english subtitles and that kind of gets away the kind of weird pain of it but old boy is just incredible just the way that the twist like was told throughout the whole story and i loved how like it was just so out of out of nowhere and bonkers and crazy like you watch that and you feel really overwhelmed with like the camera and the way it was shot and the sound as well it's really in your face and um one of the best fight scenes of any film ever like the tekken hallway scene where it's kind of going like side to side and it's like it reminds me of like Tekken and Street Fighter and of how clumsy and bottom actually it almost feels it's just so good and it, it it's honestly like I wouldn't say it's the oh would it would it be my favorite foreign film but I don't know I don't know that's kind of like staying in like I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if find I would. Out but how many we'll find out how many foreign films we'll get, and I'll let you know at the end. After, <laughs> after we finish all of our decades, we'll let you know. Why do they? Uh, why do they need uh, remakes though? Uh, that's my question. That remake is so dog shit. Why do they need it though? Like it just it doesn't need. Old boy doesn't need a remake, and it's the same with. Uh, I know Parasite is looking like it's going to be a HBO show. It looks like. Mm-hmm. No. Like, yeah, I've heard about this. Uh, I think the only Why? good one that I've seen is like I, I like Girlie the Dragon Tattoo Finch's film Finch films. Yeah. Better than the original trilogy. But that's only because Finch did it. Um, yeah. Has anyone actually seen the uh Snowpiercer? Yeah. With, oh like oh the new one. Yeah, oh, as in the, the, the oh no the Netflix show. I, I watched no. like an episode oh because my dad was watching it, uh, but it, it's uh, I think what made Snowpiercer special was like I mean the one you've got, uh, what's her name? Silver, isn't it? Yeah. I know right, who you mean, right. yeah, yeah. Trust yeah. me, I love Surface the film, but give oh, the yeah. TV show a watch, and it will eventually start to grow on you. Mm. Mm, I don't, that's the thing, but, like, one, I'm not really interested in it, and two, I don't want it to ruin the other Snowpiercer, because I really... See, I thought, trust me, Kieran, I thought it was gonna, first couple of episodes, I was like, I'm done with this show. Then I let it grow, and it did start to develop on its own. Because he's involved in it. I have, I have too many other shows to watch. Unless it's going to hook me from, like, episode one, I'm not going to give a shit about it. Understandable. <laughs> I have, like, but I think it's, like, and I hate that excuse sometimes for, like, TV shows, where it's like, oh, get season one out of the no, way, and then you can watch season fair. two. No, I'm like, fair. yo, if season one's not going to be worth it, then why the fuck am I going to watch it? That's like, exactly. Do you know how many episodes, how long season one's been? Is like, it, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. We are in the golden age of TV as well, so there's so much. Oh, yeah. Stuff. I feel like if it doesn't... Too much, almost. Like Mr. Robot is, like, 
a show that everyone should watch. It's Hollywood actors going to silver screen yeah. as well now. Like, yeah, they've realised yeah. that you can actors. just be a TV actor now. Because it's it's like like, the t- I, I watched a couple of episodes of... Uh, I, no, I think I only lasted one of Hannah. Uh, I love because I love the film. Oh, the uh, Amazon one. Yeah, yeah, but it's just not on the same quality as the film. Though. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, who, who, who's the actress in the film? <laughs> Oh, Saoirse. <laughs> well, that's not, that's Saoirse Ronan. Some lady bird. Why hasn't she got an Oscar? Because they don't Seriously. like foreign actors. Like, Aaron is in love with her. Did you enjoy Why Brooklyn? Why Ronan and Ryan Gosling not got Oscars? They should that's... do a film together, not with I mean. Do La La Land 2, but with Saoirse Ronan. 2015 was probably one of my surprising years. I watched every single film. I didn't go to many films. No, like for the Oscars. Yeah, I was going to say. (laughs) And um, I I was like, I was blown away by some of the like films. Carol was meh, um, but Carol's great. I I really enjoyed Brooklyn. Mm. Uh, Brooklyn Oh, what is your number five, Aaron? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about we've still got thing you've got oh, Niall. Niall sorry yeah I forgot about Niall yeah, uh, yeah we forget about Niall but yeah just quickly and then obviously rumour Brie Larson like that year was like they blew me away I went into those thinking good not year. expecting much and they, they were very good film but uh, Niall's is Road to Perdition Ooh, oh good film okay maybe not a top 30 but a good film but it's Fingy's last film Paul Newman's in it as well isn't it is it pretty sure he died shortly after uh, it did feel like the comic book. I'll go for five to speed up a little bit. Uh, my number five is this is the one where I thought it was a nineties film, but it's Snatch. Uh, yeah, see, Snatch was like a film that I had on my list, and I kind of like rubbed it off. I was like, well, pretty sure it's like uh, two thousand exactly. It's exactly yeah, two thousand. Yeah. I only watched Snatch uh, literally like about a month or two ago. I know everyone likes that, like, it is quite critically acclaimed and uh, a lot of people recommend it and I watched it and it, I just, I don't really like uh, Guy Ritchie films. They're just not my cup of tea, but Snatch is brilliant. It's like Love Actually, but mm. it's, it's like a London gang. Yes, like, it is just one of them on. films where it's like, that's probably, he peaked too early, didn't he? He basically made his best film, one of his first films. Yeah, yeah, it's it, like I love Brad Pitt's like uh, he plays a gypsy in it, and uh, it's because um, what was the film we did before that? Lock, Lock stock. stock. Lock yes, stock. that because Brad Pitt saw that film when he was like, I will do this role for basically no money because I want to be in this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, it's another movie. I think that's that's the theme of uh, these two thousands movies. Like I thought, they're all like really fun movies. Fit. Speaking of uh, Guy Richard, I joined the gentleman. I thought the gentleman was really... I, see. I don't know. Uh, Guy Richard. I think the gentleman was his best mm. comeback to form because you watched. Did you watch King? Really? No, I watched. No, they, I, 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 thought, <laughs> I thought. I thought. Man from Uncle was okay. I had no problem. Yeah. With that. I thought it was okay. It was fun. Nah, I think I, I, I enjoy the Sh- I enjoy the Sherlock though. Holmes films. They're okay. I didn't nah, realize. I, did I think. Films. I think his best films are when he's doing it, like London. Yeah. Gritty grime. Like, I feel like the, mm, it's stuck. That's, you can, you know what I mean. That style is you stuck can. like in that time. <laughs> like, like that, that's how they speak, though, isn't it? In, in... That's how they speak. <laughs> yes, they do. It's a film. Yeah, Savanaz. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, starch is great. So we are Ooh. going into the top four. Oh, oh. Surely there's not a lot of new films now as well. Oh, uh, yes, there none is. of my films yes, have been said yet, apart from one. None of my only films have been my, said. Only one none of my, my films. films have been said. Yeah, only there's one only my. one film that I think hasn't been said that's going to be on everyone's list and it's going to win. There's, there's yes. none of none of my next four films have been said, and I feel See, like this is what two of these films. I'm getting a bit what worried about five like, going to be. I'm getting yeah. a bit worried that no one said like my top two. I'm, oh I'm worried. I'm worried. No one's going to say my number one. Unless, number unless everybody has got the same top two, which I very much doubt. I doubt it. <laughs> Imagine, yo, that. No, no, but nobody's got my film on their list. I can guarantee you that now. No one's got my number four, and I don't think no one's got my number two. But I think I, I that maybe be someone my, has my number my three. First and number two. One. I don't think anyone's got my first two. Number four, though, for me, is the Prestige. Banger. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel bad for not putting Prestige. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> like step I think the Prestige Ow. is going to be the record. <laughs> I think Prestige, because Kieran took Dark Knight out, I think Prestige may be on everybody's list. I can tell you it's not on mine, but I, I kind of felt that I haven't put this on my list. Fair enough. I feel like if I watched it more recently, I would have put it on my list. Seven points for the Prestige. Not much that can be... Yeah, yeah. Not much can more be said about the prestige that we've already said, and like you said, it's going a little bit long. So, prestige. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I feel we've talked about a lot of two thousand. We have talked about. We've talked a lot about tw- two thousand and ten films. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for the Oscars. The Oscars. Yeah. Anyway, this Jared. Is the thing though, because a lot of what we're saying is these are the films that developed into. I've got to edit this. We watch nowadays. <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised. That's so true, what you just said, because yeah. I feel like any other decade, like you think in the 90s, they're like 90s films, and then like the 80s, they're like the 80s films, but like yeah. the 2000 and the 2010, they all sort of kind of like morph in. Yeah, like, yeah, like late, the films the that we're 2000s. saying are films that develop the directors into the late, like, yeah. late 2000s. I do agree, I think it's because we appreciate cinema now when we're growing up. So that's why we are. So I, th- I think anyone that's going to be 10 years older probably think that way about the 90s. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, so like... number four, I've gone for Toy Story 2. Ooh. Right, Jamie, you didn't let me have this on my list. So Jay- I said this on my list and Jamie said this is in oh, 1999. Interesting. 1999. Oh, yeah, yeah. According to the UK release, February 2002. <laughs> uh, 2000, February, yeah. <laughs> 2002. February, right, yeah. This is Google Marvelous it. Ruin. I said this. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Okay, all right. And so, like, let me explain. Toy Story 1 is one of my favourite films ever. So, I always felt like I could never give Toy Story 2 its props. But the more I watch Toy Story 2, it's probably a better film than Toy Story 1. I'm nostalgic for Toy Story 1. But, like, let's be honest. I think it's hard to argue that Toy Story 2 isn't one of the best animated films mm. of all time. Yeah. The animation doesn't really hold up as much on Toy Story 1 now. When That's the only up. thing that I would the say Toy Story 2 has two. over it. But on Toy Story 2, like, it does hold up. Mm. You can tell they got the funding and, like, mm. back I mean, a lot Jesse more. as a character changes the dynamic, like... That, that, that was my probably one part of Toy Story 1 was like, well, they don't really have a strong female mm. like toy. 
Like Bo Peep, yeah, but she's not really a lead, is she? She's like, but like, je- <laughs> but, but Jessie, like, genuinely, like, you know what I mean? Like her song, her story, like, you, you genuinely feel like why she wants to, <laughs> why she wants to go to that museum because it's like, she's yeah. been her whole life has been built to like, like humans have ruined her life. That's why she wants to go to this museum. It's like, you know, it's what I mean, really- like. I, I think you just don't think it's good because it's a sequel. Like that's yeah. my issue, isn't it? It's mm. deep. It's deep that story, isn't it? Mm. The only thing I I'm not keen on is just Joan Cusack. She just talks too slow. She's like Woody and Day. Like, I don't want to go Woody. I mean, if that was if that's the worst part of the film, I'll take it. <laughs> Okay. I think I also think probably one of the best end credits ever. Like the only one that oh, probably okay. in my head comes. Oh, to with um, what's his name, Wheezy? Yeah, with well, just like it's like all the like characters, but like doing jokes, and it's like, um, yeah, it's great. like, like a buzz, and he like does his shutter, and it's like. The, no, the, <laughs> I think the best one is in Cars, where it's the guy who's in all the Pixar films, and he's like, oh, yes. oh yeah, this guy's good. Like, the only one in my head that like, stands why did they keep better? using the same actor? <laughs> is um, is the Hangover? We, uh, because because you saw is. the night that they had in the film. Oh through yeah, that's yes, sick, yeah. yeah. That's um, best. yeah. I do love yeah, that. Toy Story that. two, number four. With Flow Rider playing. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> um, oh, no, Jamie, mm, what's that about? <laughs> I can't think allowed Toy Story two. <laughs> At least it's got like credit. At least someone's got it. <laughs> but um, my number four is going to be very controversial. It's probably going to be one that's laughed at, but I truly think it is one of the like last great epics. It is Troy. Troy. <laughs> Troy. At least you didn't say uh, the Colin Farrell movie. What was that, Alexander? Or oh, no. you, about you know what's interesting no. about Not Colin Farrell? It's um, it is Colin Farrell. It? Yeah, Farrell. Farrell. Are you thinking of King Arthur? No, no, you're thinking. No. Is that oh, Alexander? Oh, Alexander. oh, Alexandra. Yes. I thought. I thought when you meant King Arthur, I was like, no, no that's, um, that's the other Troy. guy. Was actually offered to Christopher Nolan, and he turned yeah. it down, and then yeah, he got Batman. Good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think I think not gonna lie. I think Wolfgang Peterson was the person for that film, and it has like some of the best set pieces of the two thousands, like the most gorgeous battle scenes, like the whole like the way the when the Greek army comes over the hill just outside of Troy, and with the music and the tension, it's so fucking good. Troy. <laughs> But oh my god, it's just amazing! Like nothing. This film is three hours long. Three hours, yeah. (laughs) It's weird. There's there's a director's cut which does include scenes which I like, but the music and the director's cut is just god awful. I'm gonna tell you right now, I've not seen Troy, and I feel like it's the same reason. And I don't intend to. (laughs) I know. I've not seen Troy. I feel like it's one of the like you know when I was on about the space films. And all that genres. Yeah. So like it was like Gladiator came out, and then another one came out, and then it was Troy. And it's like I've seen these films before. It's, it's really. Yeah, I think it was Al- is Alexandra for it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Alexandra and then Troy. I, I don't need yeah. another. I think Troy film. separates itself, separates itself from it. It creates its own identity. It's sure. It's not really a original story. It's basically. I mean, just, if no one it, directed it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it, the it's the it's the it Iliad, turned it's into like, Alexandra. Yeah. <laughs> but Troy is like. I think one of the most well-directed films of the 2000s and it's just the music it, it's, it feels like a true epic like it feels like a true epic and if you kind of miss that old school feel of like Lawrence of Arabia and like you know Rad and stuff like that Troy is like that film obviously 300 Troy. is another film that came out around the same time talk the same topic like Oh, but 300 is like on a completely different ballpark. The only thing I know <laughs> about Troy, I don't know anything about that film other than Perhaps I seen that like, there was they had like watches and like trainers in some of the scenes. <laughs> oh no, no, that scene. There's that scene where it's like um, of the plane in the background, and everyone thinks that's actually in the film. It's not. It's in the behind the scenes. Where <laughs> part where they've got the car and. <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad goes mental when we watch Dunkirk, and there's no engines in the Spitfires. It's like, how are they flying? There's no engine. And you literally see it burn without an engine. Braveheart, where there's a car, and it's like, you've got spears, but we've got a car. <laughs> but yeah, Troy is like, beautiful film. I watched it recently, just thought I was like, oh, well, I haven't watched it in like a year. Kieran, but thanks for that suggestion, but you know. Troy is fucky. Watch it. All Watch right. Troy, right. and I, I will, guarantee you. I will spend it. three hours of my day, and I want the three hours back. Okay, it's on Netflix. Mm. Number I'm three for Niall has already been said. Wait, number four. Number four, four, sorry. Wait, four. Have we done his? Did I write it down? What is it? I don't what is it? What is it, Jamie? No, it is. Is I think he's put Cat in the Hat as number 10. No, yeah, he, he did. Does. What he's done is he's put. Now, I nine. thought he put it as a mention. He's put nine and then cat in the hat with loads of spaces, and he said, "Make sure you mention it." It's like a Nolan. No, he has. He has no put. He has put cat in the hat <laughs> as number ten. No, I'm telling you, cat he's, he's forgotten. He's put cat no, in the hat. Number ten. Who is this guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> Cat in the hat. <laughs> no, he's accidentally, what he's done is actually put it as a joke and then he's forgot to write another. No, no, because no, because he said he said change mezzarine for training day. So he must have cat in the hat as number ten. If he was like a new listener, he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll watch this. Top ten films of the two thousands decade. Watch first one, Cat in the Hat. Oh yeah! <laughs> Oh god, I'm leaving. Goodbye. I'll get you. I make it look like a bloody accident. <laughs> um, so third place is catch me if you can. <laughs> you. Wait, I didn't do my four. No, no, no. Wait, what? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, because he's got it all What's weird. Going on? His fourth place. His fourth place was road to perdition. Alright, we'll skip out oh, of his okay. and then we'll say it. Red, so his next one there. is his next one is catch me if you can, but like I said we'll we'll go back round after. So <laughs> do your number four. Uh, my number four is uh <laughs> is uh Spirit Away. 
Kieran's crying. Yeah, my G. What a film. Kieran's crying. We've already said like so much about Spirit Away, and I've pretty much said what I want about Spirit Away. <laughs> it's just a brilliant film. It's probably my favourite <laughs> film that's TV animated. I'm Amazing. so excited! It's, it's definitely better than Cat in the Hat. <laughs> no, to be fair, though, Cat in the Hat is awful, it, whatever it is. But it's amazing at the same time. Like, I would happily watch Cat in the Hat any day. I would defend Who him with that. It? I ain't gonna fucking. No, I wouldn't. I'd rather eat green but... eggs and ham, mate. <laughs> <laughs> at this moment in time, at this moment in time, Jared, Cat in the Hat has the same amount of points as Zodiac. <laughs> No. Mate, the cat in the hat has more points. Cat in the hat has more points than Lord of the Rings. Gladiator, mate. And what is going on? Oh, wait, just wait. I mean, just that, wait. that's going to change, I'm sure. <laughs> but at this moment in time, Cat in wait, the hat wait, okay. will outperform Oscar winning movies like Crash. What was that only film that you did? <laughs> <laughs> what about like what about has anybody got gladiator just, just move on like, to three just... and we'll find out yeah we'll find out i can't we can't what, what was that one film that matt myers did it was like uh oh, austin powers pardon no like he was like a buddha one oh, oh yeah the love my Goody. god love, Goody. love, Goody. love Goody. <laughs> that was it the oh my days like that was probably better than cat in the hat no it's not <laughs> cat in the hat is iconic i feel like cat in the hat wouldn't by default because Niall hasn't, isn't here to defend himself. <laughs> no, I'll, ha- I'll have got... to think I'll have... it does not deserve a place on you. this list, but it is a fun film to watch. Jamie, I'm telling Liz... you, he, he no, wrote, please, he wrote listen, nine words. films and forgot he had to write a tenth one. Listen, in the words of Michael Caine, some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> okay. Right, come on, Jamie, I want to hear three. number three. Wait, who's um, number three? I already it? said, no, three, okay. We discussed it earlier. You know it was coming. It's finally here. Yeah. Mean Girls. Fair enough. It deserved, it deserved it in your eyes. I love it. Like, mean Girls is incredible. It's one of the most iconic teenage movies, especially from the 2000s. Um, I th- I'd say it's up there with Clueless. Clueless is 90s. That probably might make, make my <laughs> 90s list. But yeah, it's like Mean Girls. Things is... I hate about you. I mean, like, for cult teens. Things films. I hate about you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, oh, ten Mean things, Girls yeah. is. Mean Girls is, I w- like I said, I watch it every year. Any film that I'll watch at least once a year has to make the list because you know I enjoy it. It's October 3rd. <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. The amount of films and that I've watched more than once a year. Glenn Coco. <laughs> you go, <And> Glenn Coco. <laughs> mean Girls. Eight points for Mean Girls. You go, Mean Girls. <laughs> Um, this isn't Eurovision. The best thing about that was like, girls. my connection caught, and you just went, Mean Girls is, Mean Girls is, Mean Girls is, and then it just cut, and then you just looked like you was in a pause, just waiting for like, say something for like 20 seconds. <laughs> mean Girls is incredible. So, Mean Girls is top three, Jared. All right, I did have it as my number one, but because. I feel like everyone said it. Dark Knight. Oh, it was like, your number one. It was my number one. At the start of the, the show. The spoke. Yeah, at the start. <laughs> wow. It, it, literally, it was my number one. But the more you spoke <laughs> Aaron's giving you a death stare. <laughs> let me explain. So you will... My other, my other two films, you'll be like, what good films. But like, I don't know why. Like, in my head, Dark Knight was number one. Because I remember watching it as like, 
maybe a 10, 11 year old kid, not old enough to go see it in the cinema because it's 12 there. Eh? Oh, maybe like, you can go with an adult. Yeah, this is what I mean. I thought, I was like, I was I like, yeah, like, I was, let me explain. So I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm so hard, like, 11 going to watch it. The fucking six year old kid next to me, <laughs> he fell asleep halfway through the film. I remember, like, I think because there was, like, a railing on the floor, something like that, I must have looked taller. But I remember thinking that Epic Movie was a 12A. I went to go see it with my grandma. Wow. <laughs> she used to take me to the cinema. Grandma. Epic Movie. And literally, oh. Epic Movie. We went to see Epic Movie. And it was just me and my grandma in the back. And there was a bunch of teens in the front, like 16-year-olds, like 17-year-olds, whatever. Just me and my gran in the back. Mm-hmm. Watching epic. Movies. I thought when you was gonna say that, I thought he was gonna be like, I remember, I remember uh, when I was that. I thought he was gonna be that six-year-old kid. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, when that <laughs> film came out, I think I was like seven. No, you would. No. You're, 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 you're too younger than me, so you would have been like nine. Ninety-eight. Yeah, I was ninety-eight. Well, to be fair, oh, so you're do a you actually younger, know this? So be 10. Do, do you actually know this kid is six years old? Did you go to? How old are you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. No, but all I know is he was like literally. He's he was sat he was sat in the seat and he his a feet seat. didn't. His feet no, no, his feet the didn't. Floor. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you can't have a dog. Like, like genuinely, but like I know we joke, but that was the first film I was like watching. It was like I have seen an epic film. Like this yeah. is like you know, like an Indiana Jones. That is the mm. the first film. I was like I've seen it. I've seen an Indiana Jones at the cinema. Mm. I'm surprised this hasn't been mentioned, not going to lie. I'm really surprised this hasn't been mentioned. Um, it might be. I hope it is. Children of Men. Um, Interesting film. Is <laughs> one... <laughs> Look at Jared's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it as two or one. Children of Men is a staple of cinematic achievement to me, in my opinion. Like, in terms of, like, Emmanuel Lubezki's, like, cinematography and, like, the one-shots and the whole set piece of the dystopian future, like, and I think this is what... I don't know if it was one of the movies that you mentioned saying it could happen, but I definitely think Children of Men is a very realistic depiction of the future. And it is so beautifully told and... The performances in it are amazing. The one shot at the end, or in the car, just you're, you're glued to the is. TV, is, like um, legit. That that is a f- shot that any filmmaker should watch, just to be like, yeah, how you did like, that is incredible. The whole shot in the car is like because amazing. The, they literally had to build a car where the camera could spin to yeah. see people's perspectives, and wow, and like literally the whole creating. Like, at the end, when they do that one shot throughout the whole, like, Immigrant City, like, that is just incredible, especially, like, with the amount of stuff that's going on in that scene and with the blood splattering in the camera. It's just... Children of Men is, like, what I think, especially cinematographers, if camera work would go, what all cinematographers should aspire to, like, achieve. Like, that's, like, their goal. That's, like, you know, the director's, I don't know, Shawshank Redemption or something like that. And, like, all the writers, Aaron Sorkin. Like, you know, Children of Men is, like, the pinnacle, one of the pinnacles of filmmaking, in my opinion. And it's just an amazing film. I Just just before you go, I just want to say, like, the bit that stands out to me is the bit where, you know, he's just getting a coffee. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they made it feel like London, but like yeah. a dystopian London, amazing. Yeah, I gotta say, if you've ever been to London, that is like, it doesn't feel like that shitty, obviously, because it's dystopian, but it, it gets the feel, I know what you mean. And yeah, just the set designs, the directing, the acting, writing, all 10 out of 10. I've never One actually the... seen it. Um, really? Yeah, really? I've, I definitely I've, watched that. I've heard definitely it. It's it. Clive Owen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I've never heard people say it's like really good. Like I've, ne- I've, I've only ever like heard it in passing. Like um, I've never. Oh, you. Anything? Is it on anything? Netflix. It's on Netflix. Is it? I like yeah, yeah. Tonight, then. Children of Men, it's like, it's not exactly an uplifting film, like, you know, again, there's wholesome moments in it, but honestly, like, there are just some shots in there that'll, like, blow you away. Like, if you've seen, like, The Revenant and Hmm. Gravity, and you've seen them one shots. Yeah, it's from the, it's from the same director and cinematographer of, like, The Revenant and Gravity um, and Birdman. He did Birdman. Birdman, yeah. Oh, The Revenant, sorry. He did Birdman as well. The yeah. director and cinematographer of Children of Men, they did Birdman. So no, Gravity, sorry, it's it's The Revenant and um, Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's honestly. just one of them films that where you actually do feel like it's a dystopian place. Like Michael Caine is in it. Yeah. Like, oh, that could be supporting it. I definitely think that could be like a reality in the next ten years. But it's such a, years. I, don't, I feel like it's one of them films like no one talks about unless you've seen it. Yeah. If you've seen it, you talk about it, like, so much. After, yeah. after Niall's shambles of a list, Catch Me If You Can's number eight. Uh, number eight is number three, so gets eight Ooh. points. Fair play. Good film. My, We've um, said that already. My number three is The Dark Knight. Uh, oh, both yeah. number three. I, yeah. I, did you change your list, or did you keep it as three? No, it's kept it. My number one and two are, like, so, like... I can't change them. I think, yeah. Uh, I love The Dark Knight, don't get me wrong, like I've, I've, I've said like before, but um, it's just not as good as my top two films. Yeah, I, that's that's why I've, like, the top three was so debatable. I couldn't mm. pick which were three. I think number one for me was like nailed on. But I, I don't know, I think number one and two was pretty much nailed. The only reason I changed one was because I felt. The only reason I put that at number one is because I've seen it more times and it resonated more with me. Mm. Whereas I feel like two and th- two and one are better films. Mm. Okay. So yeah, we're going to the top two. two. Number two. two. So this is the movie that I believe yeah, is going to win. The Raptor. This is... <laughs> uh, if Dark Knight doesn't win movie of the decade, this movie is going to win movie of the decade. It's The Departed. <laughs> Ooh. What? Uh, really? Interesting. Interesting. The Departed is incredible. I mean, it's an alright film. I mean, <laughs> Infernal Affairs was better, but... Yeah. <laughs> it was. I actually think it was better. Mm. Like, Deep- James it's a very, very, very good cast. Like I said, the acting's really good as well. I just... Like, the elevator scene towards the end as well. You know, That's the, a really yeah. powerful scene. I just Not gonna I, lie, love, yeah. I love The Departed. Um, I think that is the best film of the two thousands. See, I feel Not like my favorite right, film. Number two. No, because I said my favorite film. Is oh, right, okay. But yeah. Departed is the best film of the two thousands. The only reason it didn't, like Dark it didn't get put at number like in my list is because it's like it's the same thing as 
um, the Irishman and was like, yeah, I loved The Departed, but I feel like Goodfellas did it first. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Right? Like, so I feel like Goodfellas is going to be high on was, my list for yeah. 90s. I was, it, the Departed was going to be like in my honorable mentions. Like when I initially thought of like my favorite films of the 2000s, The Departed exactly. was in Before there. Before I actually wrote down but, all the films, yeah. The Departed was in there. I, I like it. I really like it, but I think it just does, does too much. In the why films, why the rap at the end? On. Uh, we knew it was a rap. But um, CGI. Yeah, yeah. It's good though. It's good. But yeah, it is a good film. I'll definitely, yeah, definitely Scorsese's best film in my opinion. Yeah, that good film is very good as well. But we'll discuss that in the next week's episode. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely, good is going in there without a doubt. What about the original Joker? Didn't you do that? Uh, Taxi Driver. Did you oh, yeah, Taxi Driver. And King Comedy. King Comedy. Uh, that, that oh, is yeah, Niall's going to go crazy over yeah. King of Comedy. Okay, Jared. What number did two. it make number one? What was number two? Oh, it's Children of Men. Oh. See, weirdly enough, I changed three for one, but I didn't change number two. Children of Men, number two. Just wow. It, it genuinely is one of the films where, like, my t- my favorite types of films are like Blade Runner, like dystopian like futures, and it just hits on dystopian futures. Like the idea of not being able to have children anymore, and they're all just yeah. trying to live. And then there's this one girl who has a child. It's like this is why I love shows like Handmaid's Tale because it's like, like I know you're like, oh, how how could they do that to women who who can give birth and that. But you can see it. You can see why they do it. Yeah. And you can see why this woman in Children of Men is so scared. Because she's, she's going to have the newest born yeah. child. And like in the film, the last born child dies at 18. And it's like, she's going to be the next person to have a child. Like, yeah. You know I mean, she's definitely going to be like tested on and like all this shit. But that's just the start. I'm only talking about the story. I'm not even talking about the best thing about the film, which is the cinematography. Like, yeah. wow. Like, genuinely, mm. to change, like, Bat- Batsy. beautiful. Um, what is it called? Batsy Power Station. Yeah, Batsy Power Station. They changed that into, like, basically, like, the MI5 spot. Just, like, with CGI and that. And it's, like... I'll watch it. This, this is one of those oh, films you need to. where... Like, generally, after we've had these conversations, I just want you to go watch it and just be like, wow. Mm. Yeah, you'll be like, amazed. It's just, it's just one of them films where... the <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Well, not in me, not in me. In terms of quality, maybe. But... I mean, it, I feel like it's one of the films where you'll... Maybe <laughs> at the start, you'll be like, oh, well, it's just, a, it's just a film. And then you'll, like... I think you just need to keep going until you see the car scene that we t- we talked about before yeah. when you said it because the car scene is just it's all choreographed Oddly. everyone runs down at certain times the camera spins at, like i almost feel like you need to watch it and then watch videos like this is why i feel like a lot of these films are my number one because i yeah. watch the films and then i watch videos about how they did these films i was like he's a genius like he's actually a genius the way he makes these films Mm. Okay, Karen. My number two. two. Um, you won't know this one. I don't think anyone's got this in uh, number two. Number one, 
number two. If no, if nobody has number one, no one's gonna no, have the number one. one. But I know what it's gonna be. But number two is the pianist. Jesus, it's, oh, that's brilliant. The pianist is brilliant. I, I, oh, man, I, I really wanted to put it on my list. I really wanted to put it on my the list. The pianist is the whole controversy of Roman Polanski aside. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, of course. It is in oh, an incredible film. One of my. She was murdered. Yeah, his girlfriend died. He's a nonsense. He? He's an absolute nonsense. Yeah. I thought he. Uh... But well, that's that's what it, it is because he got banned from America. Yeah, but he like moved to Russia, I think, because of a uh, jurisdiction. But yeah, like like but, you said, take take that out of the equation. Yeah, just Pianist, your directorial. One of the best war movies ever, next to Come and See, and Jarhead. Well, World War, well, World War Two movies, I would say. One I of the best say, World War Two. Probably the best. One of the best World War Two movies. Yeah, like it's just such an amazing tale and the way. It, the written and kind of like following Adrian Brody's character and the way Adrian like prepared for his role as well yeah. deserved his only uh, achievement. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he won Best Picture. Uh, mm. Best Actor, sorry, best not Best Picture. But he probably should have won Best Picture. It's, it's what did he win Best Picture that year? The uh, Crash. Crash, I think. It was 2000. Was it 2000? No, it would have been two? 2002. No, 2002. Yeah, it's 2002, yeah. isn't it? No, it's not. I thought yeah, it was four. Yeah, Venus is 2002, yeah. And what won Best Picture on that year? What? You can keep talking. I was just looking about. Was it Chicago? It was Chicago, wasn't it? Chicago yeah. was two thousand and three, wasn't it? All right. Uh, all right. Well, no. Oh. All right. Anyway, no, moving on from the, like, from who won best picture, um, Jamie will find out. But but no, the like that literally... resonated with me in that film. Is you know the bit when they're all about to go into the um, <laughs> you know you know the bit where they're all about to get put onto the fucking train to go to like yeah, yeah. and that, and he's like, oh, I know you. Get yeah, out the yeah. line, and it's, it's like his choice is like right. You either go stay in the line with your mum and your dad, who are about to basically get spent to Auschwitz or something, yeah, or just survive, yeah. And like and that bit, like, like genuinely that, like, imagine being in that situation, where like you can eat, you got to leave your mum, your sister, your brother, like your sister, yeah. or like just carry on. It shows the br- true brutality of well. It shows an untold story of. World War Two and especially the Holocaust, which is the gulag, like you know, and like what happened to the Polish cities and stuff like that. And that's something yeah. that you know, the bit where I think the bit like I know I said that's my favorite bit of the film, but I think the bit that like is underrated is when he's it's just he's just sat in a room. Like let's be honest, the war was a long fucking time. It wasn't like over over a weekend it was done. Mm. He sat in a fucking room, and then the woman comes and he's like. Yeah. Basically, I think he's got like shingles or something because he's like, yeah. he's not moved because he's just sat in a room waiting in it? to not get a car. And he like had to be in that. Um, there was a one scene where they he had to get put where the guns were, like behind a uh, behind like a shelf, and literally it was like literally a really tight space. And he says like, oh yeah, you have to stay in there for like three days. Like he wasn't even allowed out. It's like here's a loaf of bread for the three days. Here's like some water. Like and it, it just it put in perspective how much people were willing to yeah. sacrifice in like, order to just get think, away from captive. Like captivity. if you've never like you must have all have you has everyone seen the pianist? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It's one of for me. It's like one of those where like I could never watch it again. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. like horrible to watch. I think it. I think the shot. You know when he just gets out of the um, hospital, mm. and he just sees that street. 
and it's mm. all destroyed. Like that bit is probably the. Like, I don't know why yeah. that isn't the put like the uh, front cover of the. It's almost. Like, you know I mean? uh, it's almost like Christian Bale level of uh, what he did to get in yeah. that role. Yeah. Like, you know, like the mission. It's uh, what's the film? The Machinist. I feel so guilty yeah, that yeah. I didn't even put this in my top ten. Like Shrek made it. But this is, this I can't is remember the pianist not that much. I know. I know. This is my my issue. It's like the pianist is probably one of my favorite films of the decade for actual well, it's films. Not Smash but mm. it's not a nostalgic film, so it kind of like lost its yeah. place. It holds a lot to me because it's like one of the films that got me into piano and Chopin and classical music and stuff like that because. Just hearing um, Nocturne and like how he played it, and like mm. it's such a beautiful melody, and the music in that whole film. I've got the record of um, the pianist as well. It's on like um, transparent red. It's um, really cool. Like, but yeah, it's just a beautiful film, and I think that yeah, if like I did, I knew that not a lot of people would have it, but it definitely deserves to be like. If it doesn't make the top five. I feel a bit it, guilty. It's not going to make the top five. It's no, it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not going to make it. But I feel <laughs> guilty that I never gave. You could have changed that, Charlie. <laughs> but um, it's still about. To be fair, it's though, in our K- top five. Joke. Kieran has at least stopped. it beats the cat in the hat. Kieran has stopped the impossible. Like mm. we could have had, Niall has got his new second place Dark Knight. So oh, if Kieran yeah. left that as tenth, it would have been on everyone's list. No, I'm going to keep the road at 10. I'm going to keep the road at 10. Uh, am I going on to two? Yeah, yeah. So my two, I'm really worried that like, it's not going to be in other people's list. Uh, it is. My mm-hmm. two is Maximus Decius Aurelius. It's Gladiator. I think oh. Gladiator is literally oh, one It has of to be something best... number one. It's it not, Kieran. To... Nobody oh, likes Lord of the Rings, Kieran. I have... It has to be <laughs> <laughs> one of the best films of all time, Gladiator. Um, it's just Aaron's it face defi- Gladiator defines the epic like genre. Like it's so good. I mean, um, other than Blade Runner, it's got to be Ridley Scott's uh, best film, and it's just what a pro. The score, the story, oh, it's just. So good. I've watched it so many times. And he's one of those films where he's like hours long. Uh, but I'm trying this to think podcast is gonna be as long as the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three hours. <laughs> we are an, well, this is an epic podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to think because this I might release genre. it in two parts, who knows? In general, the sixties might not even last an hour. <laughs> just, just just for Kieran, because Lord of the Rings ain't gonna make it, I might put it into a trilogy. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> What what's the actor that died in Gladiator? Is oh, um, yeah, I know who you're on about. Um, yeah, Guy it's um, he's Mercedes gonna Mercedes gonna shout at me. She'll listen to it and know straight away. It's, it's him uh, from, like, Oliver Oliver Reed. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no. Oliver Reed died. He's in Philosopher's Stone. Oliver Reed it's, uh, died. It's, it's that dude. Yeah, Oliver cool. no, no, died. It's, it's Oliver Reed died like whilst he was doing Harry Potter. So that's why they got. Uh, I know who you're on about, though. Gambling. No. 
No, no, he's not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Oliver Reed wasn't Dumbledore. No, it's, Wait, it's in Oliver the Reed. Is, Oliver Reed's the, the big guy, the big fat guy. Uh, yeah, it's Oliver Wait, Reed. Which is the guy who's Dumbledore, the old Richard Harris. I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Reed's Oliver Reed. He's in Gladiator as well, though. Oh, 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 yeah. Oliver Reed's the big guy as well. I was like, he's in Gladiator. They're both in Gladiator. Richard Harris is in Gladiator. He's like he's the guy that wants. Uh, yeah, Richard Harris and Oliver Reed are both in Gladiator. Yeah, Oliver Reed. Then yeah, my apologies, Jamie. But yeah, but yeah, he like literally dies like during like film and film. Um, but uh, no, it's yeah, they had to so CGI space. So good, Gladiator. Uh, oh, and also one last thing I've got to say about Gladiator, Wacky's uh, best performance in the film. Yeah, I know everyone says about the Joker, but Wacky in Gladiator is way better. Yeah, and then one of her. <laughs> one of the most powerful scenes is when he's like got the sword and he's whacking the statue or bust. Yeah, and like yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and you can see the real anger and like frustration, mm. heartbreak in his face. Best one. So good. That and the mask. I, I generally feel like the only reason Gladiator didn't get in anyone else's list. I don't know if it is in any of your lists, but I feel like the only reason it didn't is like I find it hard to like love. People like films from that time period. I don't know about you. Oh, I get what you mean. Like period pieces, like in like medieval time, Stone Age kind of thing. Yeah, just like anything like past like nineteen. A a good balance, though. I think it has a great balance of being period and then having like because it's Ridley Scott. I think it's got an amazing soundtrack though. You know the bit where he's like uh, where he's in the. Wheats of field, uh, yeah, fields yeah, yeah. of wheat, fields, and it's like fields of bush. <laughs> that that is such an amazing like yeah. soundtrack. Mm. Hans Zimmer. Well, it's all yeah. of our well, yeah, listeners. Hans Zimmer, like top Are you ten not Hans Zimmer films. Are the fact you not that like probably the two biggest franchise, well, two of the biggest franchises to come out of the twenty tens, twenty two thousands, we haven't even mentioned yet. What Harry mm. Potter. And Kevin's well, number one. Three. Three, then. Three. What's Harry the Potter. One where, like, <laughs> uh, they go through, like, a park with a ring. Ah, we'll get to that. <laughs> go on, Kevin. You were so adamant. You were so adamant. through the Lake District. Uh, Lake District. Kevin, you know first. Kevin, <laughs> you were so adamant you knew my number Jamie, one. No. Yeah. All right. Did you, did you, think you fuckers are done teasing. <laughs> you fuckers are done teasing. Huh? Kevin, okay. Did you, you want me my... to go? Do you think my number one was Mean Girls? Is that what you thought it was? Yeah. No. What? I knew you wouldn't put it at number one. Does anyone want to take what my film is? Oh, let me have a quick guess. Wait, Matrix wait. Revolutions. Hey, reloaded. <laughs> I mean, no. you talk about... Serious. You talk You're about... serious. No, no. His actual number one will be... Oh, I thought he said... Oh, I thought it was then. I was like, holy shit. I mean, you talk <laughs> about spy <laughs> films... And you talk oh, about Mission Impossible. Oh, I knew it was going to be Mission Impossible you talk, you talk about the evolution. So two. Like, two. It's how do you top like from? You have Pierce Brosnan. Oh. And then you go from like Pierce Brosnan to like way. Daniel Craig, <gasps> and it's Casino like Royale. incredible. Wow. And then and then you get the film that just like changes the five yeah. completely. And okay. Expected to be so amazing, and then John English comes out, and it's fucking incredible. Johnny English. Fucking hell! It's a great film. 
Is it coming? No, you're, you're not serious. <laughs> my number one film is one of my favorite films of all time. To be fair, though, I, I do love Johnny English, so I'll happily watch that. Trash. I, I just want it on record that I think that film's trash. <laughs> that film is trash. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> but my number one film of all time is my favourite ending to any film ever made. It's the greatest twist ever. I'll happily watch it. Great soundtrack, it's Saw. Yes! Oh, yes, I saw that. Oh, coming. yeah, it's when, um, because you mentioned Bloomhouse yeah. earlier, and I was like, oh, I think I know what's in your top three saw. Yeah. So, yeah, I never the, thought that was number one, but I can Leo see Leo Wannell, James Wan. Like, they made that as a student film, and then obviously then made it with Kerry Ells as well to get, like, someone as good as him, and Tobin Bell. And then they made that film just all set in basically in a toilet. And I, I, I love how simplistic that film is. Yeah. yeah, and how gory they can make it as well. I think even um, Danny Glover's me, in it as, as well. A, as a, I hate horror films. Like, Danny Glover's how, in it as well. I love how simplistic the film is as a film. Yeah, like I feel like if you even if you don't like horrors, you can be like, "Wow, that is such a smart film." Like you can tell it was Alden in one. Like just the twist at the end. It's like the twist is my favorite twist in any film ever. Like you the end into that film, amazing script and like. Like, yeah. this is why I don't like all the other Saw films, because it's just so, they're all a bit shit. No, yeah, but literally, kind of... the end of the first film, after it happens, and then the music starts, like, Hello Zep by Charles Clauser is one of my favourite scores ever. I really should have known. And that bit, that scene. Screams I'm not spoiling it, just in case. All right, spoilers. <laughs> People have seen Saw. If you haven't seen Saw, what the fuck? I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, oh. so have I. And the, and the live maze as well. Um, the key to the chain is in the bathtub. That scene, when he gets up from the middle and that music's playing and you're like, what the fuck is happening? They thought they just killed the killer. They've gone out to get help. Everything's okay. And it turns out he's just been fucking dead. Well, dead and just alive. Yeah. He's watching the game in the middle of the room the whole time. I love the bit where like he's got to saw his leg off. Yeah, like it's just brutal, and it started the torture porn business. Which I'm not a massive fan of torture porn movies. Like Hostel's okay, but Saw, the first Saw movie, and it gave us James Wan, who I think is a great director. Mm, anyway, James Wan, mm. and Leo Wannell, who's even better with Invisible he Man. The first film with Invisible Man and Upgrade. Mm-hmm. Saw. No one else is going to have it, but Saw is my favourite film. I, I, it's my, I it's my think third favourite film of all time. I actually think the top time. five is going to be really interesting for this. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to say my number one at all. No, I feel no like everyone's number one is totally different. Yeah, yeah no one's going to say my number that's one. That's the thing with 2000. Like it's all going to be our favourite films. It's not, that, that's why I said right. The Departed is the best film, but it's not my favourite film. That's okay. why I said it's always my favourite film. Top five, Jamie. <laughs> so, my number one, I've gone with Memento. Oh, wow. okay. Bringing a third that's, Nolan into the thing now. Nolan. <laughs> Bringing a third Nolan in. Nolan, watch, oh, when I watched that, genuinely, oh. I remember watching this film. I think we were, um, so we'd, we'd gone for like a lad's holiday in the Lake District. When we were like, I think we were like 16, 17, and we was like, 
we just finished our first year of A-levels. It's like, yeah, let's go for lads holiday. And it was just like, there was a few films that were like on, on the, like free, free, free films that you could watch. Like they just left DVDs there. And somebody said, oh yeah, let's watch Memento. And I watched Memento and genuinely I was hooked and it was so good that like maybe three or four of us watched it again. Like literally we just watched the film, we watched it again because we were like, that like we're on a lads holiday we're all getting pissed and all that shit it was like oh my god what a film let's watch that again because like the concept like if you look like i think this is why i love it so much when you look into the videos on youtube about noland and like how he's done it like obviously he worked with his brother on this one and it's like oh yeah it's this and then it's this and then this like it's like a backwards film like it ends with this like starts with the end and all that shit and it's just like just, I, even even thinking about it now makes me want to watch it again. Like it's just <laughs> such a wow film. I see it as like uh, when I watch it, I watched it again recently. It's, it's sort of like a bit of an indie film, isn't it? It yeah, is, isn't it? That's what. That's like I never ever heard about this film. Yeah, and then if we you didn't know Nolan directed it, you'd have been like. Right. Yeah, this thing. But it I didn't even sense. know. I didn't know Nolan directed it after I'd watched it a couple of times. I was like, oh my god, Nolan, of all people. Nolan. You can see it's Nolan, though, like, like with his career. Like, I, I watched, like, literally, like... I mean, uh, this was this was probably about the same time Inception came, like, probably a little bit after Inception. Inception. When I, mean, I first watched it. No, I mean, like, oh, the first right. time I watched oh, it. Oh, when you first watched oh, right. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched this video, like, recently about, like, um, the, like, rise of, like, Nolan films and, like, uh, how he's messed with time in his, in his films and... It is so smart. Like, I just think with Memento, like, how would you go to, like, a studio and be like, this is the script? Because imagine yeah, like, reading that like, script. Genuinely, like, like, horrible to read that script. Mm. Like. He, um, his, fil- his only film before that film the was following. The Following, where he had a £3,000 budget yeah. and he made the film. And the next film, he's like, okay, so I'm going to make a film that starts with the end yeah. and I'm going to jump from, like, the current time to the past time and he's going to, like, remember his, like, past from the tattoos on his arms and legs. And, like, the, the, and probably ta- the producer was like, you were fucking crazy. You were never, ever... They wrote... The, I'm sure they wrote this story travelling across America. Yeah. I think after, at the time as well, um, I know they're, they're not too great now. I mean, uh, what's his name? He's, uh, it's Guy... Is it Guy Pearce? It is Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Guy Pierce. So I, I know he's not one of the biggest names now, but at that time he was like LA Confidential just come off that, and then her from exactly. the Matrix, he was a huge like, was actor. A, I'm sure it was the year. It's the year after. It's 2000 Memento. Yeah. And both uh, of those guys. Yeah, I think it was 2000, 2001. Yeah. They're both in the Matrix, aren't they? Um, it's Trinity and the guy that plays Cypher. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It's in Bad Boys as well. Yeah, it's also him from The Sopranos. Um, I don't know. Is it? Oh, yeah, no, he's in The Matrix. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry, that's what you're on about. Um, But yeah, um, it is a quality film. Um, It's like the indie. It's the indie uh, Christopher Nolan. It's it's the cool Christopher Nolan movie. This is the thing. (laughs) He only made one film, and he basically convinced all these like really high-rated actors to do this film that probably on paper wouldn't do well mm. yeah but if, if you saw memento if you was a studio after that film 
that you can understand why he got like the big films, why he got Batman, and why he got like uh, to do. The well, to me, it's and, weird like, because he did Memento, then he did Insomnia, which was like a bit of a probably his worst. Yeah, film. yeah that's that's the, the least favorite because it, it's just weird casting with Pacino in that one. I feel like. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. I think he, I think in that film, he probably saw right. I have an opportunity to work with Al Pacino for Christ's mm. sake. Like, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great film. Nah, like, oh, we're going to go... Well, number one, for me, you guys are all idiots. Uh, taking Lord the Hobbit Rings, to Isengard! <laughs> Lord of the Rings is the reason why you guys are fucking... You guys have a hobby, and the reason we're doing this... <laughs> is the, the reason, the reason I am you doing this... <laughs> the reason I am doing this is because we'll talk about in the 90s and 80s. <laughs> no, but like Lord yeah. of the Rings, especially is the 80s. the birth of well motion capture. It is revolutionised like motion capture Karen, and like can we just CGI. Which one you're talking about right now? All of them. you can't pick one. It's fucking Lord well, of the you Rings. You can't pick one. I pick the okay, Return of the King. If I pick one, but just because okay. it was like okay, I can see why. Because it won the most yeah. Probably still <laughs> yeah. got the record. Yeah, but still got that weird return... bit where he's running like really but small. I'll Lord of the Rings on YouTube later. is just the most beautiful trilogy. Return of the King is the most beautiful finale. Two Towers is the most perfect middle ground to set. Combine both the first and the third, and the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, is like the perfect introduction. It's just Lord of the Rings. It's just it. It's just it. If you want a film to talk about how what defined the two thousands, and what really made it, Lord of the Rings is that trilogy or the film okay. or whatever. Can I confirm? Did anyone ever fall asleep watching all the director's cuts? Because I watched I still them, never watched them all. Full. I watched it day one, day two, day three. And I I've fell asleep during day all two. Of number, I've, I've watched yeah. all of number one, haven't watched number two, and I've watched the end of number three. Because Here's number two is such a slog. Nothing I think, happens. I think it's... I love the Lord of the Rings. I hate... When I was younger, when I was growing up, like, it wasn't for me. I was like... I just didn't really get it. I went to see them all at the cinema, but I, it just wasn't me. And then... Re, well, not recently. So, like, a couple of years ago, I watched them and The Hobbits, and then I've watched them again. I love them now, but... People talk about Lord of the Rings like people talk about the original Star Wars trilogy. No, yeah. no. And it's not nowhere near that level. Like, I Are you kidding? Le- I don't think it's anywhere near that level. Uh, there's too much Gollum in it. There's too much salmon in the films. The casting, like... It's amazing! What? It's there's, some casting that's, there's some casting that's amazing. It's Marmite, though, isn't it? You yeah, either love that, that shit or you hate that yeah. shit. But you it's don't know. too long, it's too boring. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, basically, if it wasn't for Lord of the Rings, gaming wouldn't be where it is today. Special effects in films wouldn't get... You wouldn't have Marvel. The birds. Lord of the Rings, yeah. You would, because we had Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't... But Lord of the Rings, no, you wouldn't... <laughs> Well, in terms of Lord of the Rings was 2003, Spider-Man was 2002. Lord of the Rings was 2001 as well, so like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you picked Return of the King, sorry. Okay, yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm talking about the whole trilogy now. But like, a masterclass of storytelling that goes back to like, the chronicles of what really makes an amazing story. You know, going back to the books, everything like that, it's followed perfectly. The best, one of the best adaptations ever 
ever. And it's it is the film that got me in well Fellowship All of right. the Ring. I think Return you can have respect for this the the films. I respect yeah. the films. I just don't okay. feel for me. They're not my they're not they're not there i un- i understand that like it's maybe a bit too long and a bit too out there for some people and i do get why people don't watch it but it's just lord of the rings i think it's like it should be on the same level as like the godfather a film about like elves and, no, and the thing is as well you got to think as well if it's so good and it's so amazing what's peter jackson done since yeah King King Kong. Peter Jackson had King a good Kong. story. King Kong, the 2005 film. Oh, actually, no, I actually really didn't watch this film. I like it. It's a film. Jack Black in that film is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did a great job in that film. I, I, can, I totally agree with what Jamie said. I feel like it was more the story he had that made the films good, not the directing. Yeah. He did not direct that right. You watched the film? Yeah. It's amazing. It's a 10 hour long epic and I'll tell you what, I'd rather watch Avengers <laughs> again. You're fucking uh, bomb clap. You're a bomb. No. With, uh, <laughs> it feels three hours long. The, the bits that I love aren't long enough <laughs> and then the bits that like I don't I don't like at all just go on and on and on and on. Nah, like, I don't get, I, Lord of the Ring, I don't get how people go. Aaron's literally summed it up. The bits that are good are good, (laughs) and then the bits that are shit are so long. Yeah, and there's characters that are just so annoying in it. Like, why are they making a Gollum game? Like, I just saw the trailer today, like... That's got nothing to do with the films! He's he's in it so much, and Sam... Let's be honest, we love the bit... I'd be like, sin a bit, Sam, mate. Push him down the hill. (laughs) But to be fair as well, though... With, I mean, roll like, down there, you till we get. <laughs> has the best production, those organized production. Ever. The best thing about it is the YouTube video of the taking the hobbits to Isengard. Isengard, I, that's <laughs> a great. <laughs> okay, that is a good video. It is a smart achievement what they did for those films, like to do them all to at once. And I, I don't like. Listen, I love, I love it, but just genuinely, if you had the choice, would you watch Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Harry You're Potter. fucking... <laughs> now, now, there are Harry Potter films that aren't as good as Lord of the Rings films, but then there's, like, epic Harry Potter like, films. Goblet like, of Fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You Goblet, get Robert no. Pattinson, mate. No! Like, no. Oh, my days, mate. <laughs> are you saying to me that Cat in the Hat has more legitimacy? Oh, yeah! <laughs> well, it doesn't, because Cat in the Hat has got one vote. Yeah. And no, but, like... Lord of the Rings has got ten. Lord of the Rings is just... Okay, I will say this. If more people watch Lord of the Rings and really got into it, I understand that people won't necessarily like Lord of the Rings. It's not a film for everyone. No, no, no. But Lord of the Rings isn't bad. It's just yeah. we all like the Orlando Bloom bit, the yeah, bit with Viggo yeah. Mortensen. We don't give a fuck about Frodo and his fucking yeah. bum defence. <laughs> that's it. That's so His bum defence. It's like. <laughs> It's kind just of just I'm not homophobic. That was just uh, yes, you are. You yes, you are. <laughs> it's the same level as like the new Star Wars trilogy of like 
Force Awakens. You take that. <laughs> and take Rise of Skywalker. Like, there's great scenes in that, but then there's like scenes that just drag in. You, well. you do not. I know what I have to do, but I don't think I, I can do it. You, you do yeah. not compare Lord of the Rings to that dog shit of a trilogy. <laughs> All right, I want to hear Niles and y'all. Nah. Let's move on. The, no, oh, yeah. you, fuck you guys. I do, I do love Lord of the Rings. No, like, Aaron, but Aaron. Mm. It's better be good. <laughs> right, anyway, Niles, Niles is The Departed. Wow. No, no The Departed is not in the... Mm. I can see why. I can see why. I can't see why. I think this whole place is dog shit. <laughs> and Aaron, I already know yours, so I'm going to write it down. Uh, my number one is uh, Lost in Translation. Oh, I literally fucking said that as a note. Uh, I mention. I what a film. This film. And it, what a film. I can't even, um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why it's so good, but it's amazing. Like the, the story, when it, it's sort of like if you explain it like American Beauty, like it, it is kind of a bit, a little bit noncy. I know they only have like a peck at the end, but There's no American Beauty tries to sleep with Mina Savari. That's definitely noncy. <laughs> no, but like I'm saying, like it, it, it's sort of a bit like that, but like um, I, as well. I'm not really keen on. I'm always there. Uh, I'm always score over soundtrack. But the soundtrack in this film is like one of the best, uh, probably the best soundtrack of any film ever. I knew like straight away when we was doing this list that that was going to be my number one. You said straight to me straight away, away didn't you? It was like that's going up there high, and you haven't said it. So uh, I was like, well, it must be. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing, it, and it's the, the main reason why I want to go to Japan. Is literally because of that film. So, okay. So I am just calculating what's going to be the top five now. Calculator. Definitely not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Actually, with 10 points, and I feel like well, in my head, only one film made it into top five, definite. Yeah, like, like The Dark Knight. Like, generally, I feel like a lot of my top. Maybe Children of Men just made it. Children and men will be in the top five. Yeah, because I think someone put it a third. Because oh, we don't have a we don't have a lot of. If, if two goals. people have it in like the top five, it's made it basically. Yeah. Aren't they? Can we put? Can we just say our wild cards while we're here? Yeah, yeah sure. While we're waiting. Well, right, I'm, so I'm calculating. My, right, wild, my wild card: battle Sith. royale. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, I, I thought you were saying it. That's why I never said it. I had battle royale on my wild cards. Like wild card. Because when you're talking about foreign films, I was like, surely battle royale is going to be in there. I was going to put it in there, but I didn't yeah. put Spirit away with it. So, Battle Royale and Watchmen. But, no, 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 no. You know what? I think no. the film is better than no, the TV Watch, show, but Watchmen I love the TV is like, show. My, my, Watchmen is like probably one of my favourite pieces of art ever, and I just can't... I, the movie just ruins it for me. Really? Yeah. I, love, I, quite, I, 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 I think it grew book, on me. I love it grew film, on me. I love the TV show. I loved all of it. Um, all had different betrayals. <laughs> It is, if it's, if it's, it is, it is good, like, if, I don't know, it just, with the comic, it just, I don't know, it just... just but do you not think the squid is, like, weird? Mm. I think it sits at a wrong time. I wish, I wish that uh, it was made now. Well, it was in the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I such a weird, like, I, generally, I watched the TV show, I hated it, and then I thought about it, and it was like, but the TV what I mean about like, that was sick. TV shows like now though, in it like in 2020. I mean like if Watchmen like the 80s film because it's 
where they're set in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if that was made now... That's why I like the film, because they did Vietnam. I think they should make a game. I'm interested in, like, oh, the yeah. game. They did make a game. They should, it's just awful. They, Alan, they should Moore, make, like, though, a good... Wants no one to touch it. Like, I he think... doesn't even like the, uh, the TV show. Um, what, what do you think of the TV show? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was my favourite. Like, I'd say it's probably my favourite. Without Rorschach and everything. Um... I mean, I'm glad that it's like now because it's, it's 30 years. Because it was almost it. like a continuation of the film, but it wasn't. I, uh, I know. Um, it was because when I when I remember watching the trailers, I was thinking like it's, it's going to be like the 80s Watchmen again. But um, I, it's a good take on it because I know that Alan Moore, the writer of it, don't want he does He literally like the comic was it for him. And he didn't mm. want anything, anything after that. But um, the TV show was just... I, I love how the film is so different. And I love how the TV show is so different. Mm. I feel like yeah. they both did like justice to both. You know, by the way, you know what film I'm like really surprised didn't make it on the list? Like Fargo or No Country for Old Men? No Coen Fargo is nineties. Oh, is it? Oh no! Oh, we had this. No I mean, Country like, for Old Men. That's men. that. All right, that's fair enough. I don't see why that, that didn't make the list. That's on my list of like the like the pianist sort of things. I like it's a Don't get me wrong, it's an amazing film, but I could not say that it's like one of my favorite films. Yeah, I love it's it, but like, it's not a it's top ten. It's film where it's just like it's so hard to watch that one. Um, actually, I'm I'm getting it mixed up um, with There Will Be Blood. Actually. There will be blood. Yes, I literally. There will be blood. No oh way. No I'm, way. That's so weird. I thought the same thing was like the milkshake. I was about to say the milkshake, but I was like, oh wait, that's yeah. a different film. Um, but yeah, No Country for All Man. I only watched that for the first time a few. Um, do you know? Do you, do you know the only reason I didn't give that like even close to my top twenty mm. is because every fucker has given that oh best film of the decade. Yeah, yeah. Because it's nah. like. It's not though. No, no, I don't. I I watched it like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no country in there. Oh, Jamie's got a face. All right, let me explain. So, so the bit where he dies, the main protagonist dies halfway through the film. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that the only I like bit that. that yeah, that's yeah. the only bit that was like that ruined the film for me. And then it just. I know heroes don't live, but. Actually, yeah, I, I am I thinking. Think it wraps up though. Uh, no country for all. Yeah, I don't think it does either. But mm. like, I've just thought about you know the hotel bit where he's like listening. That's yeah, cool. that bit's so sick. There is some sick bits in that film. And to think of the gas canister, whatever he used, mm. I've never seen that ever. I don't. And the coin, the coin toss <laughs> oh, yeah. as well. The coin toss is like I did a whole like essay on that. Nice. The whole that's, scene. That scene, like in the um, where is oh, it? Where is it? The like, station. Yeah, lads, we've stopped recording. Have we? No, we haven't. It's just recording. What's Jamie's that? saying. Oh, no, we haven't. Never mind. Sorry. We stopped recording. It actually vanished it's, on my it's, screen. It's literally expired that long, much like Lord of the Rings should have back in the 2000s. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will kill you. No, generally, it expired. That's how long we spoke for. So, obviously, the 10 points were there, but obviously, there was one film that beat the 10s. So, obviously, we all had. Can you ignore it from five, four, three, two, one? Yeah, I will do, but just the ones that missed out, obviously, we all had different films for number 10. Yeah. And so Lost in Translation, Lord of the Rings, Memento, Saw, all got 10 points, but one film did get 11 points, so they, that beat all of them. That was Catch Me If You Can. That just misses mm. out on the top Ooh. five. So we didn't make it. The top five with 13 points. 
is spirited away. Wow. Deserve it. Deserve it. 14 points. The Prestige. Deserved. Children of Men in third. Deserved. I do need to see it. The Departed in second. Oh, The Dark Knight. And obviously The Dark Knight. Because I had it as second, Niall had it as first. What was number two? Sorry. Departed. Oh, okay. I had it as second, Niall had it as first, so it got 19 points. And then Dark Knight got 31 points. Don't wow. really much dis- There isn't much discussion. Dark Knight is the film of the decade. It was on his list, but Kieran's when he changed it. Surely it's <laughs> like, the film of the decade by far. Even I changed it to three, and it's still dominant. It's so I it's... think that like <laughs> the Dark Knight, even though it, <laughs> even though wow. it wasn't on my like top ten, because I think it the, was. I much prefer the road. <laughs> but it was. I much prefer the road to the Dark Knight. But in terms of like impact and like, I don't think anyone has any objection of classing the Dark Knight as like the film of the day. I mean, I love The Children of Men, but looking at that top five, I would stick it as is. Yeah. If, uh, I, mean, mm, if I, I, I haven't watched Food to the Way of Children of Men, so I can't comment, so. I will put it, like my, it will go like, for me, it will go The Departed, Spirited Away, um, wait, what were the other three? Dark Children Knight. of oh, Men, The Prestige. The, the Prestige, Children of Men, and The Dark Knight. Oh no, yeah. children no Dark Knight children, man. I but think Dark, that's I, right. think the, I think the Dark Knight in like thirty years' time will be seen like as like Godfather level. As like one of those. I still films think after all it's the Marvel still films in the top done, ten films of all time, isn't it, Dark Knight? Yeah. yeah. It's still I feel like after all the Marvel films mm. are finished, the Dark Knight will still be the best superhero film. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. topping the Dark Knight as the best superhero film. I, Go, going into this podcast, we knew it was going to be number one. I knew. I mean, I we, think, yeah. did. we all knew. I was going to put it as number one, but I changed my mind at the last minute. It's still dominated. <laughs> like what you said before, uh, I, I had like a similar experience. When I first watched The Dark Knight, like, I was like, this, I love this sort of thing. Yeah, Dark Knight is... It was weird because like, even when, as a kid, like when I first watched it, it was like the second, like, second best film of all time but just drastically went down the ranks with the more films I watched but The Dark Knight is still I don't think anyone is mad about it being the I film think, of the decade I think Dark Knight is on the same level as when you talk about greatest sitcoms ever and you don't talk about Friends because you know it's on a different level Dark Knight is on a different level yeah, to yeah. superheroes it's like when you yeah. talk about football it has, and like Mad United has... are there and like anyone else is like down there <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> let, let, all right, all right. Let's be honest. <laughs> We're gonna go through all the like decades here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the Dark Knight, even though it isn't the best film ever, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Mm. But mm. It, it's still probably gonna make a top ten best films ever, even though it isn't even probably top ten best films ever. It's like it's number just, three on IMDb. It, or it hit us it all at the four? perfect time. Dark Knight's about seventh, fourth. Uh, no, it no, it isn't. I, I, think it, I would probably say seven for eight. It's like yeah. four. It's uh, fourth on the IMDb, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it's saying. Because yeah. oh, Shawshank, no, Godfather, yeah. Godfather Part 2 and uh, yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, Godfather, Godfather Part what, 2 uh, and then Dark Knight. i tell you what the Dark Knight's done for me, right? And it's this is like the worst thing it's done. 
it's made me just like look down on everything that DC does. Like I know they did this thing like the other night. Yes, but this just, is the problem. Just Justice League cannot do well. Like, people are saying about this Batman, like it looks good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But people are like, oh yeah, it looks good. It's gonna be like better than Dark. Like, is it fuck gonna be like better than the Dark Knight? No. Joking. Like, do you want to hear the top ten di- of uh, IMDb? Nothing, uh, nothing what uh, DC does yeah. is gonna come close to like that level. Never mind like Marvel. What year do you think dominated the decade? Like, if we had to choose Nine, a year, oh, this this decade. like in terms of the decade, <laughs> the two thousands. Like, would you say like was there any outstanding year? Okay, so Dark Knight, I think is two thousand seven. Eight. eight, eight, I think. Eight. Depart two thousand six. Oh, Child six. of Men two thousand four. I don't know. No, Five. Child of Men 06. Right. Oh, that, six. Yeah. The Prestige yeah. 05. Spirit of the so oh six and then again though i will say top five films there's two nolan films in there again dark knight is number one yeah, dark knight was my number one. i only changed it because i was like oh too many i don't brothers. think we should do like i don't think we should do like top five like overall i think we should just go for a pick as the top one i think we yeah, should yeah. do the top five in I like terms of like top five yeah like, like top five honest, in, like, we're, the we're just gonna do the top five for fun but only the number one's gonna go through so yeah. Inception is going to go against Dark Knight, and they're no, into I mean final. like a top five of each decade, like overall. I like to hear what people voted for. Just yeah, like... it's cool to hear, but I don't, but I don't rank the top five if you know what I mean. Yeah, like because I never put Prestige on my list, but I loved it, the fact that Prestige made it fourth. Yeah, same with Children of Men. Like hey, we're going to be lost without Nolan next week. <sighs> Nah, the 90s list is, is quality. Well, Scott says he's going to come into his prime. As long as I remember, I wanted to be a gangster. 